Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll find themselves. Your ideas, they'll talk about it till you've got it. You'll feel every Yes, that is right. Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, episode number 129, a podcast of Power Hour. Uncle Kiwi and I have listened to 12 different podcasts this week, so you don't have to, so you can know what's happening in the wide world of podcasts. Of course, uh, let's welcome in a man. And I've listened to so many podcasts that I'm like, wait, what is this show about? Let me explain. Uh, this is a man who I have been podcasting with now for going on seven years. This is a podcast where we spin a wheel of listeners' submitted ideas. He's the creator and founder of Three and a Half Podcasts. Please welcome in Akiva Winokur. Uh, what's going on, Rob? This was, uh, I'm finally, I, I'm excited to have like finished listening to podcasts forever. We are mm-hmm. retired and now just doing podcasts you also mentioned podcast power hour is there supposed to be like a drinking element to this like a power hour i, I think like- the idea was that we were going to talk about each show for five minutes i think that that was mm-hmm. sort of like but the- we have to do you have a drink on you can you can you finish a drink every every five minutes that we i mean i have scalding hot tea i don't know if Perfect. i could do a shot you have to chug yeah. the tea you should do the- all right i'm gonna get my my coke zero and you're gonna do a shot of tea okay okay, okay. after every after every podcast okay well if i get burns in my mouth i don't know if it's mm-hmm. worth it uh no it is it's uh, rob like you play hurt this is uh, you you we listen to 12 shows like some of these people do a lot of work for their podcast we have you know there's there's pain in art that's what they say yeah and uh you know we're gonna have to make the you know we have to make some sacrifices okay just as a heads up uh we'll give you the full list but if you wanted to stop down and uh take a look at what shows we're gonna listen to uh we will provide that uh in our show notes uh we have a link to all of the podcasts uh, that we did that will be in the show notes at robhasawebsite.com if you want to follow along and uh, listen ahead to any of the 12 podcasts that we listen to. But again, you don't have to. Not no, you don't have to listen to them. But I think like you will because, and we'll talk about this as we go on, Like I think by going through these, like some of them you'll be like, oh, I'm going to subscribe to that or I want, I'm interested in that. So I do think like you probably won't download all 12 of them, 
unless you're a real podcast fiend, but you mm-hmm. know, at least one. I think that's the goal today. All right. In old news, uh, last week we covered HGTV shows are trash with Kirsten McInnes and Maggie Morgan. Had a, a lot of fun. Uh, any feedback that you got from the show last week, Uncle Kiwi? Yeah, people really liked it. Some people said, you know, the only complaint we had was which shows we picked. Some people thought that we could have picked different shows, but that people said like, hey, we'll just, you know, you could do them next year. Do uh, do a sequel and add Love It or List It and House Hunters International and all stuff like that because uh, I think people really liked the episode. Yeah, a lot of fun last week. HGTV shows are trash too. Uh, the expansion will then will, uh, de- you know, demolish the old one and then rebuild a new one. Well, I people people really want to talk about the garden. They said not enough G in the HGTV talk last. I'm good. Time. I'm good. I we don't need I'm, any garden I'm, talk. I'm anti all gardens. You are? Yeah, I mean I like I mean I don't mind like if someone has a garden, but I wouldn't I like I'm not getting on my knees and like putting flowers in the dirt or anything like that ever. Mm-hmm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not I'm not participating in any garden building. How are you with plants? Terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible. I, I, I and this will tie into the. I think the first show we're going to talk about a little bit. Not tie in, but it's a, a little bit of a throwback. The m- my wife's grandfather used to give people bonsai plants. He was like a big bonsai guy. Wow. Um, and I only know bonsai from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, and, uh, not from the yeah, Karate like Kid. The, I guess yeah, the Karate Kid also. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then the bonsai tree died like really quickly. I, I'm that's the only plant I think I've ever been in touch with. I mean, a little one. I mean, I feel like that that would be like uh, very easy to maintain. I mean, I feel like that you put like uh, like a, a drop of water in there every once in a while. I think the bonsai trees are very fickle. Like I think you know, uh, I think you have to take like very specific care of them. Or maybe I just went on vacation for a month and forgot about. It. I don't remember <laughs> either. Or okay, all right. Uh, Akiva, should we give the lineup here today of uh, the 12 podcasts that we're going to talk about uh, that I have listened to all of them like very recently. Akiva and I had very different approaches. Akiva was very measured uh, this week, mm-hmm. very responsible, uh, Was uh, I, but uh, in fairness also did not have a lot of other shows to binge this week, correct? Well, what were you binging? Oh, only uh, a season of Survivor, a, a week okay. of the circle, uh, mm-hmm. Big Brother Canada, all mm-hmm. of the WWE content uh, for the week, and now this. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay, that's totally fair. Uh, I wasn't like uh, questioning. I was just genuinely curious what else you were binging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that wasn't even for a podcast, right? You were just like very that's interested fun. in all that. That's stuff. for fun, yeah. And, and, and seven <laughs> mech games. No, just kidding. They don't play that many. But uh, uh, yeah, if they did, that would have really screwed me up. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I went through them pretty. So like, hey, you can attest. I was like constantly messaging you, like, wh- yes. which should we listen to, or are you interested in this? And you were you were pretty. We even had a call. We no, yeah, we, we had a usually, midweek call, which is rare. Call. Yeah, very rare for this show. Um, and uh, but we we worked. Uh, by the way, out. I enjoyed my, our midweek call. It was great. Well, I was walking home. My kids were like yelling in my ear, but it was still very very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I told you I forgot to wear a mask, and you're like, well, you're vaccinated. Everyone around you is vaccinated. Uh, we're outside. You don't really need it, but it was the first time I'd ever really left the house in a year without the mask. And then about five minutes afterwards, we got a we got a message that uh that our our mask mandate was was done. Yeah, that you were like uh you were. A witch, I got a, right? I had a tip. I had uh, some <laughs> oh, insider info on that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, I will give the list of podcasts now. But again, uh, that'll also be in the show notes. Show notes is also on my Twitter. Uh, some of them we could really talk about in pairs because there are similarities. Yes. I will say, Rob. Yes, we had hundreds of listener submissions. For oh, podcasts. I have no doubt. 
yeah, not surprisingly, our podcast, our, our listeners are our big podcast listeners. This is not their own. They're cheating on us with other podcasts. This is not their only show that yeah. they listen to. If it's possible to get this added to this Google sheet, could we get the date? Uh, posted for the episode. I was very worried that I was going to listen to the wrong episode of some of these mm-hmm. podcasts because some yeah. shows are like very much like they have the description. Uh, this probably would be like an easy show to go and listen. Okay, oh, Robin Akiva Podcast Power Hour. But a lot of these show, other shows are just like it's the same thing every week. Uh, it's just a different date. True. I did for for the doc. I did put in the specific episode. I linked to the episode, not the. You linked to the episode, the but could we get a column that says what episode yes, or I will, or, or I will, release I will date? Add the date. Yeah, I will add, add the, the date release in, date. The, in the column. Great. But uh, yeah. So we listened to. I, I narrowed it down. I literally narrowed it down to sixty four, and I thought, oh, maybe I'll do like a midweek bracket with some listeners. Um, but then I, I I thought better of it, and I cut it down. I kept cutting and cutting. It was so hard to get down to twelve. Honestly, a lot of ones I really wanted to listen to didn't get there. It also like because we we had said we we're only going to listen to current episodes. Um, it knocked out like a lot of really good shows, like just had repeats or maybe the episode repeats. wasn't great for not like real repeats, but like a live show that I wasn't interested in or the topic wasn't great. Like not every episode, even if you love a podcast, like there's lots of podcasts I listen to, but I don't listen to a hundred percent of the episode. Mm-hmm. This one, that's not allowed. You have to listen to everyone. Mm-hmm. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. You don't get it. <laughs> but, uh. Uh, yeah, so I eventually cut it down to 12. And uh, so here's what we're going to watch. We're, well, first, we'll talk about a, a pair of TV rewatch podcasts. We're familiar with those. Yep. Uh, Zach to the Future, about Saved by the Bell, and The Office Ladies. That's about The Office. Yeah. Uh, can you then just uh, like, give people yeah. the, ep- the episode of those, uh, those podcasts? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Zach to the Future is episode 31, The Fabulous Belding Boys. Uh, that's the name of the, the television episode and the podcast yes. episode. And then The Office is Did I Stutter? The famous Stanley episode of The Office. Great. Um, then Imagine Life, which is a, and this is the listener submission uh, description. It's a biography of a famous person with a twist. You don't know who the biography is about until the end of the episode. So uh, the podcast is called The Prisoner. You don't know who the yeah. prisoner is until the end of the episode. Um, Urgent Care, which is an advice, an advice podcast. The episode is called Flying Girl Sario. Why won't you date me? Which is more of a dating advice, uh, really one-on-one chat show, but about their love lives. With uh, me, and Nicole Byer, the host, uh, uh, nailed it and Wipeout with John Cena. Uh, and so that is the episode with Jillian Bell this week. We listened to Who Weekly, a pop culture episode, uh, and that was the mailbag, the the, the uh, April sixteenth mailbag. I, I also listened to the regular episode this week. Uh, talking about Natasha Bedingfield and a bunch of other things from April 13th. We listened to a show I'd never heard of, Rob, called Frenemies. We actually watched that, right? That yep. was the one we watched. It was Watched it, was it the on longest, YouTube. The longest uh, episode. Two hours. Of, two hours, yeah. Everything else I really kept short. Some of these are half hour. Nothing that else I believe is over. That slowed me down this morning. I thought I was making okay. good progress, and then I hit two hour Frenemies episode. Well, actually, let me ask you now. Did you listen? Were you 3X, 7X, 1X? No. Or how were you listening I mean, to most I, of I think I, I topped out at like 1.7. Okay. Yeah, I'm 1.75 like on YouTube for that one. Yeah, YouTube, I, I actually did 1x. Everything else I did on one and a half. Yeah. Also, I think a uh, new rule podcast should be 20 minutes. So let's uh, see if we can wrap <laughs> this up in the next 10 and get out of here. People okay, have things so, to do. Yes. Um, podcasts are too long. That's what you found. That's um, what I found. I'm 11 years yeah. in. Podcasts are too long. People have uh, to get back to their lives. I mean, uh, we. Let's cut out the show- fluff here. Every show we listened to was an hour 15 or shorter. 
Uh, we have not done an hour and 15 podcast together since uh, no. the first few episodes of the Seinfeld show. Yeah. Um, I thought people, maybe once- they, they appreciate, they used to say, say that they appreciate a long podcast. Now I feel like that it's like we're bothering them. They're like, mm. uh, all right, uh, I got like 20 other podcasts to listen to. There used to not we be that ne- many podcasts. We never get complaints that the show's too long. Yeah, never. because people are being nice. No, we'll let them keep being nice. You mm-hmm. want to cut the podcast? I will make it a little shorter. Okay. Um, you know, we're right like, so far, we're doing a great job. We it would be good if, like, can we get in the census? Like, uh, all right, be honest, completely. Like, the podcast mm-hmm. is too long, isn't it? Yeah, we can put that in the census. Yeah. Like, what's the ideal time for a podcast? We could also ask. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so, Frenemies is uh, about, according to Bob, about YouTube, TikTok things going on. We watched that. The episode was called Chloe Kardashian Photodrama, but they talked about a lot of interesting things. We'll yeah, get they didn't get to that for a while. Uh, no, I, I honestly have the most to say about that show of, of any of them, I think. Uh, we watched, uh, we didn't, a lot, of, a lot of these aren't like the top, top, top of the charts, but New York Times Daily Podcast, we did listen to the top of the charts. I hadn't found a good episode this week. Friday, they dropped the agony of pandemic parenting. I figured that sounded interesting for a pair of parents who just went through a year of having their kids at home. Yeah. Uh, so today was so like, wonderful. This is, yeah, this is my first, uh, this is my first, this is going to be my first week in uh, 14 months of having all four kids in school. Okay. Very Congratulations. Mazel tov. Um, yes. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, Dr. Game Show. Two, the next were actually two shows that have a somewhat of a similarity to our show, that they come up with different ideas every week and they do funny things. I mean, ideally, this is funny, but they, they do funny things. Um, so that's Dr. Game Show. Two comics, Joe Firestone and Manola Moreno, host the podcast where they play mm-hmm. ridiculous games submitted by, by, uh, by callers. And they pick one and they play it the next week. And then um, and the Unmade podcast, the premise of that is two guys discuss podcast ideas that they'll never end up making. I did not know that they were a pair of Australian guys. I, I wasn't familiar with them, but they're, they're a pair of uh, Aussie, Aussie blokes. Um, and so they came up with two podcast ideas. Maybe, maybe we'll be able to use, you know, maybe we should do like a cross, uh, cross podcast with them. We could talk about that when we get there. We listened to Killer Roll. I wanted to listen to a new podcast, Rob. Yeah. It's, episode one. It just came out this week. Episode one. Episode two is already out. I figured let's just listen to one. I listened to um, a lot of episode two. Interesting, because for a lot of these, I like listen to the previous or next episode also, but I didn't for yeah. that. So maybe you'll be able to shed some light. It's about, uh, it, it's honestly, it's a very like, there's so many true crime episodes. This has a very unique pitch. Um, and so we'll talk about that. And then my favorite murder uh, was the other murder podcast. People really wanted us to do that. So we put it in. Uh, it was a tricky week to talk about that just because they had uh, a live. Their main show was like two, two different parts of two different live shows. But we listened to the. The call and show just to get a feed for the uh, you know the podcast and the the host chemistry and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we will be talking about these shows. That I, I have a scale in which I would like to uh, talk about them. I think that mm-hmm. uh, here is how I'd like to talk about these shows because look, I have uh, had my podcast talked about on a podcast that reviews podcasts, and uh, what I've found, much like with the TV theme song bracket, is that. People are very defensive if you ever speak negatively about something that they like and you are just coming in and just because you don't get something doesn't mean it's bad. Doesn't even mean it's not for you. It's just they love it. It's their world. You shouldn't come in and just trash it. So Mm -hmm. here is the scale of which I'd like to talk about these podcasts. Uh, So if something was uh, the lowest uh, setting on this scale. This podcast was great. Mm-hmm. That's it. Great podcast. Okay. That is a great. That is a great podcast. Next, 
This podcast is amazingly outstanding. Five stars. Amazingly outstanding five stars. Okay. Okay. I got it. So we have great. We have amazingly outstanding five stars. Is there a third? Yes. Uh, metric? Transcends the medium. Six mm. stars. Oh, boy. So what's great? Four and a half stars out of five? <laughs> Four and a half. Five, five and a half and six, honestly. <laughs> I don't want to give any podcast less than five stars. Okay. Can we make it five, uh, five and a half and six? Five and a, uh, five and a half out of five. So it's like five out of five. I just five think great is five. great if we did not leave a star rating. It's just a great. Okay, no star rating. So it's great, great okay, with no got star it. rating. Got it, got Amazingly it. outstanding with five mm-hmm. stars and yeah. transcends the medium. That is six stars. Six stars. Okay, fine. And I'll say this. None of these podcasts are bad. So we are starting from great. That is that is true. I didn't, there was nothing here. I was like, oh, I can't believe I have to listen to this. They were yeah. all. Yeah. They're all good. And all of these podcasts are professional. Like there are podcasts that are out there that are not great. Mm. All of these, don't do any editing. all of these podcasts are professional podcasts that people have heard of with professional hosts. Like nothing's like a technical disaster or anything like that. So there, I mean, we're in the major leagues here. Yeah, we did get a lot of requests, Rob, to listen to like. You know, someone submitted like, hey, it would be really nice if you listen to my fiance's podcast or my nephew. Someone wanted that made it pretty deep in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured like I don't want to just play favorites and pick yeah. one of those. We weren't going to pick all of them. So I decided to pick yeah. none and make nobody happy there. We're talking about like big time podcasts. These are all like monetized, like professional podcasts mm-hmm. with fan bases yeah. and everything like that. So like uh, we are talking about like uh, it, this is not like that. We're like uh, here to talk about like uh, anything that is not of a professional nature. Mm hmm. We're punching up. Not that we're going to be punching. We're going to be dishing out hugs. But if we were punching, it would be up for the most. All part. these shows is punching up. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't say. Uh, listen, now we're going to flex on him, Rob. I wouldn't say like all twelve of them have more listeners than us, but most of them probably do. Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, I mean, the dailies definitely kicking our butts. I, I'm, I, I just like millions. Like, but if with that, if we were on the list, we'd be thirteenth. No, I don't think we'd be thirteenth. But look, probably never, double digits say, though. Yeah, we're for sure double digits. No mm-hmm. question, we're double digits. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but you're right. All these are monetized. All these have uh, advertisements during them. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about Zack to the Future. I I was inter- I was sort of intrigued when it was announced. You know, I love Saved by the Bell. We've talked about Saved by the Bell on the podcast. You've talked about it on other shows. I I love Saved by the Bell. It's a, like an important childhood show for me. Uh, it was the the idea that Zach that uh, Mark Paul Gossler had never seen it was interesting to me. But then I never was like, "Hey, I'm I'm not gonna," uh, you know. It never occurred to me to check out the podcast. Had you like downloaded it, thought about listening to it before this? Yeah. So I had actually been subscribed to uh, Zach to the Future. I heard about this and I said, "Okay, let me uh, check this out." So I subscribed to it, but I actually never listened to an episode. So when this was on the list, this was the first one that I said, "Okay, put the." I, I would actually really like to listen to uh, an episode of this. Uh, so you have Mark Paul Gossler, aka Zach Morris, and who is the co-host of the show? That's uh, what I was a little confused about. Yeah, so his name is The Shield. He is a writer on the new Saved by the Bell reboot. Ah. Uh, he also like he had had a viral like Saved by the Bell funnier die video. So he's like. Very, he's very into Save of the Bell. He's he's much, you know, he, as he mentioned, he was three when the show was airing, so he's like a newer 
Saved by the Bell yeah. fan, but uh, he like said the, that. The co-host, but then there were p- times when Mark Paul Gosler was kind of like crapping on the writers, and so that I, I guess DeShiel is sort of like a stand-in for writers in general. Like uh, yeah. he was yeah. talking about, like yeah, you know, you writers, like uh, you know, he was like uh, s- spoke ill of the writing that ultimately. Uh, Zach to the Future is a podcast for people who don't like Saved by the Bell. I think that might be right. Well, I'll, how about this? I'll say this. Uh, and I, we said we're going all positivity. And yeah. Here's where we're starting. One of the reasons why I picked the show, uh, other than the fact that multiple people suggested, including uh, the first submitter here, Miriam to, to Megan, to Mitt, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Miriam T, is that it had the lowest ratings on iTunes yeah. of, ba- of any non-political podcast they'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But I'll say this. I thought this episode was good. So here, let me just uh, bring in Office Ladies, which we're going to talk about next. Mm. Uh, the two TV recap podcasts, which I thought was interesting because that in Office Ladies, uh, that it is, and I want to make sure that I get the, the two, it's uh, Jenna Fisher. Is that her name? Jenna Pam? Fisher, yeah. yeah. And Angela Pam. Kinsey. Kinsey, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they host the Office Ladies podcast, and they speak with reverence about the mm-hmm. Office. That they yeah. recap the Office, and they also loved working on the Office. Um, that uh, Zach to the Future is a podcast for somebody who does n- not like <laughs> Saved by the Bell or mm-hmm. does not think it was good or fun or like has any sort of familiarity with like what made the show popular and is just constantly talking about like uh, how he's almost there against his will. He he is there because they cut the check. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yes. Um, I I see I could get and I I I can sort of understand why people didn't like it. I thought this was probably a good episode, and I I sort of think and the Office Ladies is like this too, where I think people really didn't like their first episode because they weren't like big time podcast people, and now it's developed into like a just one of the most popular podcasts on the internet. Yeah, is if you don't listen to podcasts, you're not a podcaster. Like it's not that complicated. Like you'll figure it out, but it takes time. Um, don't listen to the first few episodes of our Seinfeld podcast. Yes, but um. Yeah, I feel like that the key to any successful podcast is passion. And mm-hmm. while I felt like uh, the Office Ladies, I felt like it was such a stark contrast to Zach to the Future, where that uh, that Jenna Fisher and and Angela are passionate about, like, uh, oh, they they loved working on it, they loved the episode that they talked about. That uh, Zach to the Future is like just uh mark paul gosler a lot of like 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 what was this like what like uh why like why was i wearing so much makeup why why do why was this person wearing those clothes uh like oh like uh like the writers wrote that line what a what a hacky line that was uh what is this this uh, like there was n- there's nobody there who's like uh i i love saved by the bell this is why we're here i guess uh i guess uh DeShiel is there for that but Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's really just a lot of like Mark Paul Gossler being like super negative about Save by the Bell. It's true. I mean, he seems to like sort of be remembering more. And again, I've only listened to one episode, but just based on like reading the reviews, he does seem to like start remembering certain behind the scenes stuff now. And he was like really young then. He wasn't yeah. like, a high schooler, you know, who was actually high schooler aged. So like it's easy, you know, as he points out, they have the Belding's brother on this episode. Yes, it was an iconic episode of Save by the Bell. They bring yes. um, they bring yes. Rod Belding 
on to talk about it. And Rod Belding also uh, does not super love Save by the Bell. Rod Belding is like makes it seem like if you didn't know anything about Save by the Bell, that it's like Star Wars. That he like people are constantly accosting him and being like, oh, my God, it's Rod Belding. And like they show up at his house and they said, what does him, he look like, like now? Rod Belding. Does he still have the long hair? It's a good question. And like, how do, how does everyone recognize that Ed, Ed Blatchford? Um, but he makes it seem like he is still like super famous, which I, I guess he is. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he like, he wasn't super into the show. He never shows up again. Also Belding's brother. It's like a sort of an yeah. evil type of character. So they're not, they're not going to bring him on again. It was an iconic episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a yeah. very famous episode of Save by the Bell, where uh, the substitute teacher, uh, brother of Mr. Belding, shows up. He's like a Trevor Lawrence-looking type guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And much like uh, Trevor Lawrence, he doesn't have a true passion for his craft uh, that he's sort of just uh, <laughs> in it for. Uh, he says he's a substitute teacher because he gets summers off. Uh, that's why he wants to do it. And so he ends up like uh, being the substitute teacher, but he's like the cool substitute teacher. And he promises the kids he's going to take them on a rafting trip. And then ultimately, the last second, he like meets like a stewardess and then uh, flakes out on going on the camping trip. He's a real estate agent now. Blatchford. Mm-hmm. Uh, MPG points out that he's older now than uh, Belding's brother was when he was on the show. Yeah. And Mark Paul Gossler has like, you know, kind words to say about like all of the other actors on the show. But I, I just feel like it was like, too much inside baseball. You're making like an episode rewatch. If I love Saved by the Bell to the point where like uh, that we are getting like uh, going through every single episode of the show, like I want to hear, you know, about the fun and not necessarily like, uh, you know, about the props and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But again, maybe there are a lot of episodes like that, to be honest. Perhaps. Uh, I also think like one of the good things about this show and with Office Lays, which we'll talk about in a second, is he can get all the cast members on the show. Like he's not necessarily the most successful, but he still is like, has the cachet. Like I'm sure Mario Lopez will come on the show at some point. Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Elizabeth Berkeley have already come on. RIP Dustin Diamond. I don't know what Lark's situation is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could definitely get building. Um, and a lot of the, you know, the side players. So, yeah. That's a positive of the show. Yeah. And as we saw at The Office, also, they could get most of those people. So it's an interesting idea. Mark Paul Gossler has never watched uh, Say by the Bell to get him to watch it. But I would probably not go back to another, like, unless it was maybe like uh, a super iconic episode, uh, like the, the prom where Zach and Kelly break up. That I feel like if I was going to be going through the journey of a Say by the Bell rewatch, I think I would want it to be a little bit more fun. Yeah, there is a Saved by the Bell rewatch called Go Bayside that has uh, April Richardson hosted that was had a lot of, uh, you know, comedy podcast, you know, regular type guests like the Paul F. Tompkins of the world. Mm-hmm. That is very good. And there is a lot of love for the show. I, I, I don't want to hit on the show. I do think I would check it out again. Yeah, it is a uh, great ma- podcast. Saved by Zach to the future. Mark my words. Yeah, great. Mark Paul Gossler, my words. Zach to the future is a great podcast. Hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I, I. I would. I would subscribe. I would listen again. Um. I. I would. Here's the thing. I don't think he can win because if he was like a super Saved by the Bell fan who was like obsessed with the show, I think that would come off weird in a totally different way. Rob. Like I. He almost should sure. be indifferent towards this show. Sure. Um. He's. I mean, probably like too big of a of a name to be doing this. Ideally, like mm-hmm. uh, you want somebody who's like uh like uh, like you know. Yeah, if, it's like a quarantine idea. Yeah. If like Dustin Diamond maybe, was yeah. you know uh, still with us mm-hmm. and he was doing this, like I I would see that being a better fit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All but, right. Uh, listen, it's great. Okay. This is a great podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Office Ladies. Also, yeah, a lot of so commercials they- in uh, in my one hour. That, that, that's something that I that I noticed. Uh, we go to, uh, like, I think in a one hour podcast, I think, do we break three or four times for the commercial? Yeah. Well, I didn't have the commercials, so they would just go to break, and then I would uh, I would just hear them talking two seconds later. But yeah, they mm-hmm. did go to break a bunch of times. This I listened like, to all the commercials. I didn't skip any commercials, and so I wanted to hear what, what people were advertising, mm-hmm. how they were doing the ad reads. Oh, cool. Um, so, I, mean, yeah, I don't know if it was I, cool, but I did it. No, <laughs> I, I, skipped every, uh, I skipped every commercial for all 12 uh, shows. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, The Office is interesting. The Office Lady is interesting because... I thought the commercials were a, a part of this experience uh, that I wanted to know like who's advertising in podcasts. A lot of HelloFresh... Yeah, I listened to who what advertisers were, but I I didn't I didn't stick around for the whole ad read. If that uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, a lot. What was the number one winner? HelloFresh was the most. I I think HelloFresh. I heard a lot of Simply Safe also. Yeah. Okay. NordVPN. A couple of uh, those. I remember yeah. hearing. Okay, so I, the Office ladies they are reverent of the show. Yes. They also do a lot of research. Like they. Yes reach out to the writer and the director of every episode. And this was a Stanley episode and they wanted to have him on. He was filming something when they aired it. So they didn't have him on, but they had a, they, you know, they, they asked, they were able to ask questions. I think they have access. I don't know if they're bothering Steve Carell every week. I don't know her relationship with, I think they're the, the thing. One of the positive about having Jenna, in addition to that, she's like the third or fourth lead of the show is she seems to be a very likable person. I know that's her TV character, but mm-hmm. I mean, she I've was never heard married a by Jeff about, Probst, I believe. Yes, she, I've, yes, she, uh, she's a good uh, that, a something that both probe. both these podcasts that we've talked about is uh, a uh, <laughs> okay, l- yeah. less than six degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon. That's absolutely probe. true. Yeah. So, um, I, so I think basically everyone, even people who've gone on to you know super big things, you know, Krasinski's answering her emails for sure, sure. about the show. They, yeah. but they get into like this is almost if you're an Office fan, they break some real news in this episode. I'm sure they've done it before and they'll do it again. Like there's some shocking revelations because the office if you remember started airing like 30 32 minute 35 minute episodes they were filming like a ton and like just sort of guessing how long it would be at a yeah. certain point I, there were uh a couple of shop shocking things in this episode that uh what about jim and pam surprised. yeah so first like there is a line jenna says because they have uh one of them uh angela found this shooting script that like jim and pam like reference having shot a sex tape like on the show well, in the episode that they're talking about, that uh, Pam is wearing her old glasses. I guess she like l- mm-hmm. lost her other glasses, which I guess that she like kind of had like a I don't know like a walk of shame situation of like she stayed over at Jim's house. That was like the backstory, and I'm not sure if that was uh, explicitly mentioned in the episode, but there was like in the shooting script there was uh, some more clues that detail uh, where Pam was and how she lost her glasses. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they go beat by beat in the episode, which I like. Um, they also like you know they love the show. They remember like individual scenes and who was laughing and yeah. little things like that. Jen also tells an insane story about how the director of the episode because even because she didn't have the glasses, they wanted her to wear glasses, um, but but like uh, also wear contact lenses. They and wanted then, like, her eyes the- to look really big, and so yeah. she's like, "Well, I won't be able to see, and I won't be able to like uh, you know, I'll have to go through the day with like uh, prescription glasses." And they said, "Okay, well, what we'll do is we'll put contacts in to make you, uh, I don't know, the I'm not an optometrist, but make you nearsighted, and then put glasses on you that will for people something that's farsighted, and then uh, everything will even out." I don't know if it works that way. 
Yeah, no, that seemed like an insane idea. Now I don't want to be an actor anymore. Mm-hmm. That seemed completely nuts. Yes. Um, did you but, have contact lenses uh, put in by somebody else, or did you put somebody else's contact lenses in? No, no, no. I, someone, someone else has put contact lenses in for me. Mm-hmm. I did text my dad when we had this conversation. Was it, was this on this show? Was it on NGOG? You know, I, it could have been on Thirty Two Fans. I, I really, I, <laughs> I think I, it was I, on NGOG. I, I know it's from the the greater uh, Akiva Winifer backstory. The I don't, I don't know which franchise it was from. And my wife's friends had to like because my wife would like me to wear contacts to weddings. I think this was NGOG, if I uh, yeah. had to guess. So anyway, I I did ask my dad, and he uh, he did not remember who put in my contacts right before my wedding. Yeah, so it was it wasn't my wife. I don't. We were you know elsewhere taking yeah you know whatever getting ready so i i'm not a crazy office person mm-hmm. like i i would i've never done an office uh rewatch certainly enjoyed the office when it was on and uh, i'm not about to take the series long uh rewatch journey with angela and jenna but i felt like that this is all very well done they have a lot of energy uh very sleek. Which, yeah if if a star is going to do a rewatch of the podcast they could at l- or rewatch this show that they were on. They could at least act like they enjoyed uh, working on this show and Listen, you know give us some fun stories and gave them their careers. Like, and they have a, I think an appro- and also like somehow got more popular after it went on the, off the air. Yeah, like, they have like an appropriate amount of reference well, for it. Can I add also in with like in terms of like survivor like this happens a lot where there are people like uh that uh, i don't know if you know this but there have been there are other people that have tried to podcast about survivor that are not on rob has a podcast and some of them are people that like they don't really love survivor or maybe didn't have a particularly great experience but it's like hey uh like maybe i can make a dollar doing some sort of a podcast or youtube channel and it comes through uh so for the office ladies i feel like that that is not an issue with them yeah, I mean, they've gotten a lot of the main guests already. They've gotten Krasinski, they've gotten Rain, they've gotten Mindy Kaling and BJ. Uh, and so I think they've gotten basically everybody but uh, but maybe Carell. I think Carell called in once briefly or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but this show is insanely popular. Like, yeah. This is one of the most popular entertainment shows on the, um, on the podcast charts. They have 51,000 followers on Twitter and they have not tweeted. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's understandable. The Office, uh, incredibly popular, especially like the, the, the timing was right. A lot of people, uh, rewatch The Office during quarantine. They do a great job with it. You don't even necessarily need to, uh, be watching along because the episodes are so iconic. They've got great backstory. So, uh, I, I would say that The Office Ladies, uh, is at least an amazingly outstanding five stars podcast, a potentially uh, one that transcends the medium. Yeah. If you are an office fan, I think it transcends the medium. Yes. And if you're just an office casual, it's an, it's uh, incredibly awesome. I could listen to it. And, and, and I was interested and, you know, I'm not like uh, an office super fan. I'm sure I watched yeah, this episode. I, what when I, I was might on. do is I would, I don't know if I'd listen to all of them. Just, I don't have that much time to, you know, we're having a lot of new podcasts. Come on, today. come on. Um, but maybe I would be like, all right, let me listen to the Krasinski episode or what's my favorite apps from the first two seasons and check it out. And maybe I'd, Get fully hooked. They're very likable. It's also very short. It's like 50 minutes, and they pack a lot into those 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's All like right. a full... They, they cover the whole show in, in not a lot of time. All right. Akiva, what's next yeah. in Podcast Power Hour? Uh, an episode of a podcast oh, for people take who love two. podcasts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, take, should we take break? Two. Should we take a break now? Okay. Uh, Akiva, yeah. let, me, uh, let me... Should we do fake uh, ad reads? Uh... 
No, we don't have to do fake ad reads. I think we should do, um, we have to do two shots of tea and Coke Zero. Okay. All right. Here we go. Boom. Now, you are famously against eating on the podcast. We're going to get to a show in a minute yep. that uh, there's a lot of eating. Yep. <laughs> How about this, Rob? I said, I tweeted while I, was, while I was going through the podcast, I said, there's a moment in one of the 12 podcasts we're listening to that's going to make Rob reassess his whole career. I don't have the tweet in front yeah. of me, but it was like, you yeah. were going to. No, I think you oversold it. And, I think you oversold. But it wasn't the pizza. Oh, okay. Uh, it was something else. It was, oh, a, okay. it was a joke. In, all right. All right. Uh, we'll have any listeners that could guess what it was. All right. So Michael Mann suggested this. The office ladies was from Isabella. Michael Mann uh, suggested this podcast called Imagine Life that Rob I had never heard of before. No, never heard of it either. Uh, part of the Wondery Podcast Network. Mm hmm. They're like one of the up and comers. I feel like sure. they have a lot of uh, like high high ish brow type of stuff. Yeah, um, it's hosted by Carol Foreman, and uh, it it builds itself as a fiction podcast. You said you want to listen to a fiction podcast, but yeah, it's a little bit more of like a history told just in a very vague term, so you can't guess the whole time who it's about. I think one of the early episodes it says about J.K. Rowling, like. Um, but again, they're they're not telling you who it's about, and you're sort of getting a little bit more of a clue every few minutes who it's going to be yeah. about. Are they saying it in the first person also, or the second per person? Like uh, you wake, uh, you wake yes. up in the morning. Yes, that's right. It's yes, it starts off with you. Everything is yeah. addressed as like as if you so, are the yeah, the, and the, the entire the entire show is like uh, you're basically getting this person's biography with mm -hmm. uh, enough of the details missing that it is a uh, a, a guessing game. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, spoiler alert, Akiva. Yeah. Were you able to guess who this person was that was featured in the episode? Yeah, we're going to spoil the podcast, so skip ahead a couple minutes if you don't want to. Or or pause us, and go listen to it, and then come back. Us. Okay, in uh, um, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Well, so you know immediately it's a singer. Yes. You know almost immediately it's a female singer. Yes. Uh, you know it's basically this era. So, so I at first I said, yeah. okay, I think that they're talking about Tina Turner was my mm -hmm. first... Uh, because sort of, the, of abusive husband. Abusive husband and sort of like mm -hmm. there's no escape and it's all about the husband. I, th I thought yeah. Tina Turner. But then, but then there was a little bit of a shift where they talked about how uh, you're listening to a song, and then uh, you're saying, oh, is that Michael Jackson in the book? I say, oh, right. So, so it's, it's somebody more contemporary. Then, then Tina Turner. Uh, were were you able to then get to who we were talking about? I was not able to get to it right away. I mean, at a certain point, it becomes very obvious, even before they say the name. Like, you are blank. Yes. But um, I had it narrowed down. Like, first, I was like, well, it's not Janet Jackson, because they're talking about Michael Jackson. Um, it's not Whitney and Bobby. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, I got it. So, yeah, eventually, when, when they talked about how the album was supposed to come out on 9-11... Yes. Then I remember that anecdote. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember if this was before or after uh, the talk about uh, being biracial and then uh, meeting up with a biracial baseball player who mm -hmm. uh, had a father who was black and a mother who was white. And then really, I said, oh, it's Mariah Carey. Who was, who was Mariah Carey's baseball player? Derek Jeter. You made me listen oh, to a Jeter. Derek Jeter podcast. That's right. That's right. And Derek Jeter, uh, an adulterer. Who would have thunk it? He's giving out the gift baskets, but meanwhile... Yeah, no, is, Derek Jeter know. got a real glow-up in this. Oh, so great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was Yankee propaganda, this was. 
It is a fun. It would be interesting. It would be like uh, that scribble game where you like have to guess what people are scribbling. Like they're given a clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, who so could get this faster. It's faster. a biography. It's kind of like it's kind of like a game. Uh, did you like the format? Yeah, I think it's an interesting format. Um, I, again, this was very specific. It was a singer. I'd like to hear more historical figures mm-hmm. and learn about them. Where it's like I'm probably not going to get it until the very end. Like you know, once once she's saying like Emancipation of Mimi and stuff like that. Like it was obvious, but. Uh, I'd I'd like maybe like not B list celebrities, but like historical people that maybe aren't on Mm -hmm. the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I I do like it. I'd give it another chance. My daughter uh, listened to the whole thing with me. She really liked it. Yeah, I I I thought that um, it was an interesting premise. uh, That I just felt like it's uh, sort of like I think that they must have they took uh, Mariah Carey's uh, biography and then basically went off of uh, like basically like put that into like a different format in terms of like mm-hmm. uh, this is Mariah Carey's story told by Mariah Carey and so I felt like that um, it's sort of like biopicy in that yeah. uh, I tend to not like those because I feel like it just is so uh, like biased in favor of the subject mm-hmm. not that there's anything bad about Mariah but in general you're just saying now, I don't have any issue with Mariah Carey. Uh, that I, I saw her in concert uh, one time. I oh, took, wow! I took the first lady of podcasting uh, once once upon a time. Um, but that I just feel like that any like historical. It's like a hagiography. You're saying a hagiography? Hagiography. Like it, it's just like all oh, I positive. Think, I was like, was this about Andre three <laughs> thousand? Yeah, it's just like if basically like uh, the, the you know. Autobiographies, I feel like, uh, I almost feel like that they're less reliable than, you know, a like unauthorized biography. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. But I, 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 this is interesting. If you are, if the premise sounds interesting to you, it is very well done. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a history guy or if the premise isn't for you, then it's not for you. But uh, it was unique. I want to listen to podcasts we had never listened to that were outside our wheelhouse. This certainly qualifies. Yeah. And uh, I'd say this is a tremendously amazing podcast. Amazingly outstanding. Amazing outstanding. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think this is, this is an amazingly outstanding podcast. Five stars. Uh, you know, they're not wasting anybody's time. What was this? Like 40 minutes? Yeah, it was quick. It was quick also. And it's fun. The, the guessing game is fun. Yeah. So then... Put it on with your spouse or your friend and see who could guess first. Yeah. Bet on it. Go for it. And then uh, if you don't like one, just go to the next one. That's right. Also, if it doesn't sound interesting. Yeah. The prisoner, I thought it was going to be someone who's like spent their whole life in jail and it ended up being just you know prisoner of of her of her yeah. sort of no uh, mention of situation. nick cannon we didn't talk about any nick cannon stuff no nick cannon i feel like stuff. that that, that might have been some good stuff and i wonder if we would have heard uh nick cannon's episode maybe it's a different story mm. well we'll talk about nick cannon i think a little later but tommy Matola, yes also bad edit in the uh you he know, gets right a bad edit, bad edit. but uh in sounds the, like a bad guy yeah yeah not great yeah um all right next up is a is a more general advice podcast also from earwolf which uh we also we listened to office ladies from and that's called Urgent Care. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Joel uh, Kim Booster and Mitra Juhari uh, open up the kitchen this week as they offer advice on your boyfriend wearing dad jeans, navigating a long distance relationship, period sex, and more. Uh, <laughs> um, now, here is yeah. uh, my, my first question. Uh, I was talking about Urgent Care. Like, who, who are these people? Okay. So Joel Kim Booster is like a comedian. He's like... Uh, Big on Twitter and Mitra is a writer. Like generally, if you don't know someone, they're either sort of like a performer comedian or uh, like uh, an alt comedy podcaster slash TV writer. Yes. So, 
you know, so she's a TV writer. Mm-hmm. And I, if if you're on, like, if you're familiar with the Earwolf, uh, Earwolf Network or like yes. that world of podcasts, these are names you see all the time. Yeah, I just didn't funny. know, like, what are the credentials of the hosts of this advice podcast? Do you podcast? think hosts should give their CV every episode? We did not do that this week. Uh, I tried to do that for you as the host of uh, Three and a Half Podcasts. That is true. Podcast. You do that. So... Uh, so now am I am I doing a bad job by not saying your no, CV? When no, you uh, but I but I do feel like an advice podcast. I feel like mm-hmm. should, but it's a comedy advice podcast. Okay, it's not like uh, they're they're not claiming that they're like both licensed therapists. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they introduce themselves, and every listener writes in as uh, dear Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Should we do that? Should it be like dear Robin Akiva, even Rob? I think we're good. We don't need that. Yeah. Uh, they talked about dad jeans. There's been a big push. I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter yes. last week. That the, the, the tight jeans era, which has really been going on since the early aughts, almost like you know, 15 years at yeah, least. Yeah, that's right? over. That it's over. Jeans are get, getting a little baggier. Did you ever have? There are some famous pictures of you in in like fun jeans, but did you <laughs> ever have like a really baggy jeans era, Rob? Um, I'm sure. I mean, like, uh, like not like ridiculously like uh baggy, like over the top. I probably no, had baggier. I probably I've had baggier jeans, and I've had tighter jeans. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I definitely had big jeans, but then there was like the really cool kids, or like the tough kids, like in the in like the cooler school. I remember like always had like yeah. super baggy jeans, and of course there was like the Jenkos and stuff like that, like. It really was a status symbol how big your jeans were. Two, 2001 was a wild time, honestly. 2000, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. For uh, jeans. Yeah. Uh, going back to uh, Urgent Care, I will also say that of the 12 podcasts that I listened to, uh, no hosts uh, found themselves or, and their co-hosts as funny as uh, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel did. Uh, well, they're, they're both pretty funny. They- the... Um, they talk about long distance relationships. I I have uh, no experience with long distance relationships. Yes, I I, I do uh, have experience with a long distance relationship. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, they try and talk the person out of it. They were like, "Yeah, you should go there, but don't get too committed into it." They're mm-hmm. really being, uh, you know, like, "Hey, I don't." think They talked a lot in the opening about uh, what was what's the show that uh, Mitra was binge watching. Is it Pretty Little Liars? Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, she was. Yeah, uh, it's she, funny that I ke- almost came up with that just because there was uh, twelve. You know, we listened to twelve of these, and different people were binge watching different shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the show is on once a week. This is a weekly show. Yes, this is a weekly advice podcast. Weekly advice podcast, and then they—I uh, thought they spent a lot of time in the banter. Oh, if they, you only have an hour, like I'm, I'm tuning in. Well, I want to hear some uh, some advice. Going. So now you think podcasts should be longer. I'm saying you're only going to be on once a week. Like, uh, I feel like you give me a, like a little bit. Like, what if I didn't uh, care about Pretty Little Liars? I mean, th- like the banter is part of the show. They have to get to you know, mm-hmm. they have to get to their advice questions. But like again, the, the, maybe the advice is just uh, a, you know an excuse to have a premise. Yeah, Joel was going to a pool sometimes. party. Yeah, it was like his first uh, post his first post COVID pool party. It sounded fun. Yeah. Have you been invited to any pool parties post? No, not pre COVID either. Okay, you're still waiting. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting to get invited to my first pool party. All right, so maybe maybe this summer will be like if people are saying it's going to be such a wild summer, Rob. Maybe you'll finally get invited to a pool party. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, so, all right. So, uh, that they did not like, uh, the idea of the, I mean, a, a woman, uh, wrote in and said that my boyfriend asked me to go to Costco and buy, uh, jeans, uh, for my, uh, or, or asked his girlfriend to go buy him jeans. And those are the same jeans that the dad wears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- that's like, you're marrying your dad, basically the dad jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, can't you just say no? Yeah, I know. You could have said, like, no, 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 listen, we're not getting to the dad jeans area yet. We're not old enough for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, what what else was there in, in, uh, in urgent care? Uh, they had a uh, issue with a woman who uh, wanted to know about uh, that there were times of the month that her uh, boyfriend didn't want to have uh, sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. Listen, better them than us talking about that stuff. <laughs> That's why they have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, that guy sounded like a real winner. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that relationship's already over. There was actually a question which really int- uh, interested me, which was um, a lady in the South said, "I'm Jewish and I live in the South. I don't have oh, a lot yeah. of Jewish friends, and my non-Jewish friends all have like a Christian Passover seder. I think it's weird. Should I say something? Is it weird?" Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So their their producer or editor or whatever is um was Jewish. So she was able to help out because I I think they were like, well, we're not we're not sure. Uh yeah, I think they're weird. I don't know. I I, I think they're weird. So they had their own Passover Seder? I thought yeah, that they like, wanted because yes. I, I feel like that I've seen like uh where Gentiles uh get invited to a Passover Seder and I feel like that the woman who was writing it was like, Hey, this is ours. Like uh, you know, get your own holiday. And so, uh, but I thought it was nice that they wanted to be with their friends, but they're doing their own thing. Yeah, it's it's all it, there's like no Jews involved. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a Christian Passover Seder. Yeah, a little weird. What do you, you think? It's FOMO. I think like I don't think there's any like bad intentions necessarily, but yeah, I guess it's like yeah, you don't have enough holidays where we sit by and do nothing at Christmas, Easter. I don't even know what's about. St. Patrick's Day, forget about. You, mm-hmm. need, you need to take all our holidays? I don't know. You're going to be light Hanukkah candles next? Um, I'm sure their intentions are fine. And they were like, well, you know, maybe you should invite them to yours. I think that's fair. It's like, uh, I don't think they put together that they're probably going on at the exact same time. Because there's like, you know, one night a year, two nights a year where you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was interesting. But again, like, why are you taking that question if uh, neither of you are Jewish? And then um, uh, they, they also were talking about a condescending uncle. Yeah, that I could really relate to. You have a condescending uncle, or you are a condescending uncle. Oh, good question. I, if you can't spot the condescending uncle within the first thirty seconds you're in the room, I think you are one. Um, probably both, but I, but I think like I'm not. I, I don't know about you, you. I mean, you have nephews. I like I will never give my nephews or nieces like advice or tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then there's like people who come over. They're like, tell your kids like, oh no, don't do that. Put that toy back. Like, no, that's not why you're like an uncle. Like, have kids if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm never like giving out orders to anyone who's not my kid. Yeah. Barely giving out orders to my kid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a great podcast. I, mean, I, I thought Hands it was amazingly down. outstanding. You, you thought amazingly outstanding. Amazingly outstanding. What was the okay. most amazingly outstanding part for you? Well, I like them. I like Mitra. I think this was like a weird episode to review to jump in the middle of, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and again, a part of it is like personality driven. Like, listen, if someone just listened to this episode. You know, hundred episode of one twenty nine. They'd be like, "Who are these guys? What is this? Why?" I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I, I think that works that but way with a lot of shows. This, ep- but this podcast is different every week. 
Yeah. Well, so are a lot of the ones we be like about. if you listen to an episode of News AF and said this uh, is not for me. It's like mm-hmm. okay, well, it's pretty much the same thing every week. So if you don't like right, it, you don't it's like. Really it. not for you. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Okay. Interesting. Uh, all right. Next up is uh, this was heavily requested. Uh, by the way, the most requested episode show was Office Ladies. Yeah. Uh, this was heavily requested. Cat wrote in first. Why won't you date me? Uh, by comedian Nicole Byer. Are you familiar with Nicole Byer? Rob? I am uh, vaguely familiar with Nicole Byer. Have you ever seen Nailed It? I have not seen Nailed It. Okay, I think your kids would like Nailed It if they like cooking shows at all. Hmm. Yeah, okay. It's like a very like simple, fun cooking show. That, you know, I think uh, it's very kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically every week, the, and, the, and the premise has evolved a little bit, but Nicole Byer, who's like working, you know, like nobody else in Hollywood now, she's got Nailed It. She, she's hosting the uh, Wipeout, which is, I think, now on TNT with John Cena. She's got a lot of things Who has going the most on. jobs in Hollywood? That's oh, so this was discussed. I think on a different show this week. Yeah, um, I think Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is like forty well, jobs. He's got a lot of mouths to feed. Nick Cannon. It's true. That's true. We we learned about that this. Who's week. on the Mount Rushmore of most jobs? I mean, I feel like Ryan Seacrest, Seacrest used to be Seacrest, there. Seacrest, but yeah, still, Seacrest and Cannon. But still, I think yes. I mean, he hasn't lost many of his jobs. Is yeah. he still doing American Idol or no? What about Michael Strahan? Strahan's up there too. Wait, is Seacrest still on American Idol? Um, I think he might be. Then I mean he's still probably doing everything the radio the uh, I, does he and, still well, do the whatever. radio? I'm sure he like put something on. I'm sure the top forty if you turned on terrestrial you know the Z100 type station in your city every Sunday morning you get. Hmm. Uh, what about Mario Lopez? He's up there too. He's up there too. So Nicole like there's no women on that on that Mount Rushmore but she's coming for that spot. Hmm. One more show she's up there. Yeah, I feel like uh, probably we can come up with a really solid top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, yeah, and she also has. Do like you ever do busiest person in show business rankings? Yeah, we could do that at one point. Maybe mm-hmm. Chester might even have a chart for it already. Yeah, um, she's got a bunch. She she watch, she has a podcast where she's never seen Star Wars, I think, and she watches Star Wars. Like she's got like a lot of podcasts. Who does Nicole, Nicole Byer? Mm-hmm. With Lauren Lapkus, I believe they watch. I would. I believe they watch. I haven't listened to it. I, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. So um, you would love that podcast. Nah, because then I'd be a Star Wars guy if I listened. Yeah, I could never do that show later. Anyway, um, why? So why won't you date me? Is basically she is perpetually single, even though she's now a big Hollywood celeb. Uh, you know who she lives with? You remember John Milleheiser from SNL? Uh, the name sounded familiar when she mentioned him. Yeah, she she talks about him every episode. That's her roommate. Um, anyway, so she uh is perpetually single. Uh, and so she the show is why won't you date me. The, it started off where she would read her Twitter bio or Bumble or Hinge or whatever to a celebrity guest and that they would help her update it and uh, you know, they discuss whether the person would date her okay. and also their dating life. Can I ask a question like uh, yes. kayfabe? Uh, like, do we know that Nicole Byer is really single? Like, I feel like I she seems single. very uh, like a very eligible bachelorette mm-hmm. who would seem mm-hmm. seemingly be a, a great catch but i feel like she yeah. has a lot to lose if it was oh, to, the to get out is done if she's in a yeah. relationship is that yeah, what you're she's saying? got a whole brand no. about like oh i can't get a date uh no one will date me i don't know i think she could like uh hang out with a guy for a night but i think she she said she's never been like well, i, I think, think it wouldn't it wouldn't that. be crazy if it was revealed one day like like flavor flav was married when he was doing all those like flavor of love shows was he really I think he was. It was. They were all a fake. I think that. Yeah, I think Flavor Flav was married, or maybe he had. He might have had like an open marriage. I I I don't know the details. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that Flavor Flav. I mean, again, like this is her like eighth job, so I don't know if she'd like commit it. I don't think this would like be the end of the world. 
if she found a boyfriend. And yeah. also, like, that could be part of the I just wonder, is it, a, is it a bit? Is it a bit? Because I feel like that, you know... Uh, well, she doesn't do the uh, Tinder stuff anymore, but I think it's just, like, it ran its course. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a very successful bit. I'm sure it's probably scary to, to give up the bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, what if we found a podcast to do every week going forward? That was The premise of the show was, like, we're eventually supposed to pick something and stick with it. What if that we wasn't found that the, I mean, that wasn't the premise of this podcast that we were going to, the wheel like was going to land zero. on something as a, okay, that's it. That's what we're going to do every week. I think it like, was like, we're, we're still supposed to be picking something. I mean, Akiva, that, yeah. uh, this is an insane take that this I podcast was supposed to, like that we're, we're traveling <laughs> through to, uh, topics, trying to land on something we like to do every week. I don't think that's still the, the the premise, but I think it was like when I we think when you and zero. when you and I did like a brainstorm session yeah. before episode one of this podcast of mm-hmm. what should the, we podcast about. That was what that was. But then we said, OK, we're going to spin a wheel of ideas and do something new every week. Not with the um, hopes that we land on something that we will ultimately want to permanently do. All right. Um, you know. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> Who's snoozing? My, my everything. My son came over to me and said, "Oh, look, here's ten dollars." Mm-hmm. Said, "Where'd you get that from?" He said, "Your wallet." Mm-hmm. I said, "You took it from my wallet." He's like, "Yeah, you snooze, you lose." I said, "I don't think that's a proper application of you snooze, you lose. You stole money from me." <laughs> <laughs> so he's been using it constantly. Like everything is like, like how come you didn't sl- how come you didn't clean up this? Uh, you spilled soup on the floor. Why'd you leave it for me to clean up? He'll say like you snooze, you lose. It, it's he's never right about the you snooze you lose okay anyway uh so we should try we should uh i guess maybe try and work that in anyway, yeah. so she ha- this week nicole has jillian bell on yeah i don't know who um, jillian bell is you remember the episode of curb i think we watched it for the podcast in season nine maybe uh the bear midriff where she like uh, oh, okay yeah she's, she's, she's like, uh, yeah now that i looked her up she's, she's familiar yes. um so she joins nicole to solve the reason behind their mutual singleness so they're both single they discuss the results of their recent psychic readings, how they confront people who aren't wearing a mask, QAnon, and manifest qualities of their dream partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a great, it was really more of a chat show. We didn't really pick any, we considered a lot of like uh, Smart List, which is like Arnett, Bateman, and mm-hmm. the third one. Yeah. Arnett, Bateman. Do you know who the third one is on that show? Uh, no, I do not. Jason Bateman. And it's some other person like in their orbit. By the way, that show has like George Clooney. That show gets like legitimate A-list guests, but I wasn't super interested in the guests this week. Mm-hmm. And like Rob Lowe's show that had Chevy Chase. I was like, oh, that's two nightmares. But we didn't do any real chat shows. This was the closest we got to like a traditional like WTF style, like one-on-one interview. Yeah. Um, uh, very enjoyable. Went by very quickly. Uh, a couple questions I have for you. Yes. They, t- they talked about when the last time they were in a club. Rob, when was the last time you were in a club? Uh, I mean, does it count when we had the 10-year anniversary party for Rob as a podcast? <laughs> I think if it's like if it's a, if you're the reason if you're like a rob party no it has to be like a club club <laughs> uh then I don't know it's 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 going to be a minute um they also talk about raya are you familiar with raya um i i know what they talked about it uh on the episode it was a sort of like a prestigious uh dating yeah, app like a celebrity or or like yeah prestigious dating app that you have to be uh, approved for they said it's mostly DJs and models Mm-hmm. Um, but they also made a point, which I, I guess is interesting that like no one's ever actually met there. Yeah, they seem um, anti Bumble also. They were anti Bumble. Yeah, I mean, I think they're like over. I could see the dating apps being like fun to start, and then you get sick of them very. There's just so much quantity they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my impression. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that that it's that it's uh, it, probably a lot after a while, especially if you're perpetually single. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. But I wanted to, you know, to sum up this, this podcast, at the end, like, Jillian makes a real move to become friends with Nicole. It's like, hey, we're going to hang out when, when COVID's over. Will they ever speak again? I'm sure they'll speak. I mean, I think they are probably running in uh, the same like uh, circles in Hollywood in terms of I mean, like Hollywood's pretty big. Wor- but like in terms of like working on like comedy projects, like uh, mm-hmm. there's not a million like uh, like comedies going on these days. So I'm sure that they will run into each other. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I don't, I, like, um, I know like a lot of times I talk to people like on the Survivor podcast, like uh like I won't like uh call them up to hang out, but if I ever see them like socially, like uh I will like uh talk to them. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna end up being friends. But yeah. God bless them if they if they do become friends. Yeah, I thought that this is uh a very fun podcast. Uh I'll say that this is uh an amazingly outstanding show. Uh mm-hmm. amazingly outstanding. Five stars. Five five stars. I like I don't think that this was like anything new format wise, but Nicole Byer yeah. is a uh you know fun so, personality. Honestly, sometimes I've listened this is the only podcast I've listened to multiple times for. The only issue is like she is often uh, this is a pretty solid back and forth, but sometimes she's like so much more interesting than her Coast. And this is like the most PG episode of the whole series, probably. Like mm-hmm. often she is like a very R-rated uh comedian. Yeah. And it's um so but she's also like just an interesting person who's also like sort of blowing up at this exact time where it's like interesting to hear from. And uh sometimes she is more interesting than her guests. Yes. But this was, uh, I this agree. Was- I, I would like to hear more about her than her guests. Yeah, you I know, almost always the case. Um okay. Next up we listen to Who Weekly, which is a very traditional pop culture um podcast that has a lot of inside jokes and a lot of our listeners a lot of fellow rgp podcasters really like this show yeah um it is uh very popular the main feed this week which i listened to you did not they talked about natasha bedingfield they talked about uh and some of this stuff got rehashed in the call-in show that they do on fridays um they they talked about the uh, holly madison and hugh hefner and those people yes. and then what what happened on friday's show on the um, show what were the main topics uh, a bunch of different things. Uh, Colton Underwood, I think, was the lead mm-hmm. uh, story yes. in the uh, title. They didn't get to him for uh, a while. But just going back to Who Weekly, are they an independent podcast? Or are they part of Us Weekly? No, they're not part of Us Weekly. I think they because might their be. Because their branding looks a lot like Us Weekly. I th- it's probably a play on it, honestly. Yeah. So Who Weekly, yeah, they have a Patreon, so I think they're independent. They have a, episode, a regular episode Tuesday and then call on shows Friday. They have like really a diehard uh, audience. I had listened to it once or twice before, not in a long time. Uh, it's like celebrity gossip, but it's not like the it's not necessarily the bullet points. Like you mentioned Colton, but that's in the Colin show. Like it's not they're go- they're not necessarily just going to talk about the Khloe Kardashian thing. It's more it's a lot of like B list celebrity talk. Who's in general are people who are essentially like right below the B list, like somebody who's famous enough that you know their name. And I'm again, I'm not a regular listener, so I apologize if I'm translating uh, incorrectly. It's like somebody who you know their name. Um, I think Natasha Bedingfield came up in the first episode. She's like a good example. Uh, maybe like the bigger reality stars, people like that. And then a them is like an A or B list celebrity. See, so uh, I got the impression that, and I could I could be wrong, like uh, when they said, is this person a who or is it a them? A yeah. them is a person that you, uh, you know, uh, recognize yes. uh, the, what their names are. And then Correct. who is more of like, oh, it's that guy. Uh, exactly. like yeah. uh, the guest on the Nicole Byer uh show is probably mm-hmm. more of a who than a them. She's a who, yeah. And Nicole's a them, correct? Yeah, that's a that's a good cat. That's a good cat. And like Colton might be, and again, we're according to their metrics, Colton might be a them like today, but in general, it would be a who. 
right when he's not the top story in the news. right and, and they had some uh interesting takes about like i had seen like sort of like basically the twitter headline but i had not like uh or like gotten any of the other backstory i didn't do a lot of research on the colton underwood coming out story uh from this week and so uh they had a lot of uh interesting stuff about that uh they were talking about somebody who went to uh there's like a channel that like uh is like tricking people that people think that that, that it's well, that was interesting disney youtube yeah, channel yeah like aaron Rodgers did aaron Rodgers and Shailene aaron Rodgers came up on a couple of the podcasts today yes aaron Rodgers and shailene woodley did like a, a disney interview but it wasn't for like the disney youtube it was for like a very and there's like dozens or if not hundreds of disney podcasters and 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 youtubers uh like a very unpopular one and like they were so confused at how they landed Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, who didn't even appear to be big Disney fans. That, um, the, by the way, the co-host names are Bobby Finger and Lizzie Weber. That uh, Bobby, like, emailed both of Shailene Woodley's publicists. By the way, congratulations on having two publicists to ask, like, was this a mistake? And they said, like, ooh, interesting. We'll get back to you. Uh, that was where they left off on the podcast. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. Honestly, like, I, I like the idea of like it's not the you know because I'm sure there's a lot of places you could get like the Kardashian news or like the the you know, who, who had a baby this week, uh, a lot, era JLo barely come up. Mm-hmm. This is like really like B list stuff. And, you know, you could make like judgments and, and, and it's fun. They took about Macaulay Colton, Macaulay Culkin and Brenda song, having a kid who knew that they were even in a relationship. I think those type of people did, uh, like the weekly host, but not, yeah. not the normies like me and you. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. Uh, you know, it's not probably my thing, uh, celebrity gossip, but I feel like that they uh, made it something that was accessible to sort of like a casual of the yeah. celebrity gossip circuit. They have uh, a lot of inside jokes, but it still didn't feel um, like, oh, this is, you know, it, they didn't like protect them. Like you could like every every single caller says crunch, crunch, which is I, I looked it up. It's a it's a, a reference to something BB Rexa said. And, and it was referenced on like a very early episode of the podcast. By the way, one thing they mentioned, which I thought was interesting, I don't know if you have any of these uh, you're going to be able to come up with off the top of your head. Uh, celebrities, uh, celebrity couples who are uh, exactly as famous as each other, like on the exact same level. I thought that was uh, sort of an interesting conversation. Oh, interesting. Uh, uh, hmm. Yeah. They also talk about Nick Cannon. I didn't know this. So you, you referenced this earlier. He had two different sets of twins, even though twins yes. are only genetic from the, from, uh, the female side. Not the male. So, like, what a coincidence. He just had two different sets of twins. Yeah. Uh, not ideal, I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you love kids. I, you have four kids. I guess so. Does he have kids before this also? I'm not, I, I'm not sure. I don't think you start, you don't go from zero to four overnight. Mm-hmm. I guess he had at least yeah. a kid. But uh, uh, Also, I don't think that that's uh, planned uh, usually that well, the twins aren't have, necessarily well, I, I'm so but sure twins aren't planned but then to have sort of like uh concurrent twins unless he's in a throuple or something i honestly they didn't get that i don't believe it's a throuple sure. situation okay i didn't so yeah uh, shout out to nick cannon uh hopefully he's buying a lot of diapers mm-hmm. uh yeah i would say that, honestly this podcast is uh transcends the media this i think is, it transcends the, the media we li- yeah it's great is i totally get why people like it and i definitely would listen again I, I would listen again. Like if there was a topic that was, uh, I saw like something interesting in the headline that I wanted to know more about, I would definitely, uh, go to, uh, Bobby and Lindsay, uh, to get mm-hmm. more. They're uh, also, I think almost exactly my age. Uh, so maybe like, even though I'm not like a diehard celebrity gossip guy, I, I appreciate their like, they almost have a sports like attitude to, you know, there's almost like sabermetrics going on. I do appreciate that. Sabermetrics. I don't know. It's like, they have a very, like, uh, it's like a very high level conversation in terms of, uh, in terms of slip gossip. Okay. 
All right, there you go. That's right, now for a completely different thing. Yeah, for a different. Uh, also, sort of celebrity gossip, ostensibly, but really leading towards the younger TikTok crowd. Uh, our our buddy TikTok Nicole was very familiar with them. She was not the one who submitted this show, um, but uh, but uh, what's it called? Uh, she she had some takes on it too. So, Frenemies is a podcast hosted by Ethan Klein of. Like I think it's like H three H three or something productions, which is some massive YouTube conglomerate. They have a bunch of different shows that all get yep. millions of views every week. And Trisha Paytas, a name I had seen before but was not familiar with. Okay. Um, this show, by the time we listened, had millions of views on YouTube already. So you, you want to get an idea? So this is probably more. I mean, more I'm looking at it now. It's three million uh, YouTube views. And not like not not uh, uh, an anomaly. Like all of their shows have have ballpark big mm-hmm. that amount. Widely popular. I I I had heard of one of them, but not both. I um <laughs> I was they start off the show. I had no idea what the show was about, other than like you, there's a Khloe Kardashian thing in the comments. This is episode thirty one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's relatively new. It's a lot of these shows are pande- started during the pandemic. Thirty one was also Zach to the Future, so that was like all right. I got nothing to do during the pandemic. We started a podcast for this show that I was on that I don't really like. Anyway, um, and I made you watch the video because I because there is a visual component at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start with a pizza eating competition, but I believe before the podcast starts for us, the camera had broken. Oh my god! Like, what a what a had, travesty! They had we were robbed like, of them eating their first six slices of Domino's pizza. So, so, we, so they, we come in. And they're already on uh, six slices each into a pizza eating contest. <laughs> yes, they had. They ate two no time lapse. No time. No editing. We're we're mm-hmm. we are live. We are live coming in on a pizza than... eating contest. And I'll say this: they they uh, you know when they're chewing it doesn't stop them from talking. Yeah, that's Rob's Rob's ideal. Perfect. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, Trisha made a comment during the pizza eating competition that they had to go to a, I believe, film only fans content after this yep. and made a, a, a comment about marinara sauce that. Uh, no, yeah, I believe. Uh, I, I believe that Ethan made the comment about Ethan, the marinara Ethan sauce. Ethan made the comment yeah. about it. Yep. Yeah, yeah yep. same idea. Yep. Uh, that's that's when I tweeted uh, that Rob might become an accountant now. Um, I, it did take a turn after that to more of a traditional show. I'll say, over the course of this two hour show. They had like five different, really interesting, wide-ranging conversations. Yes. Uh, it's all over the place. Let me just ask a, a question for you. Yeah. Uh, as a yeah. producer, okay, yes. uh, do you open with the pizza-eating contest of who can eat the most <laughs> Domino's, or do you end with that? I think they discussed this. They discussed they, it, I, I, yeah. I think they didn't want... I, 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 I don't know. I, yeah, well, I what, the answer was that uh, I believe that it was uh, Trisha could only eat the pizza if it was hot, so they needed to yeah, open the call. show... With that, I'll also say this. I thought that was a yeah. bad call. I read a New York Magazine article profile of of Trisha uh, that was written about a month ago, and like, uh, I, I think Trisha has like stages where they become obsessed with certain things. Adam Sandler is the current one, and New York Times said it's not like buying. Uh, it, it was like it, it, it's not like oh, I'm gonna watch. Um, uh, Mr. Deeds tonight. It's like buying all the outfits from like Adam Sandler movies, like a, uh, like a real extremist. Anyway, yeah. I think Domino's is on that list now. So they're eating Domino's pizza. 
And eventually, Ethan starts telling a story that he gets interrupted about 50 different times during the podcast that someone sent a bomb threat to his house recently because he's been very outspoken about the coronavirus. Yeah, in that, and just for to let you know uh, where I, I think he went, like he had like some pro vaccine tweets mm-hmm. that which I did, yeah. not, did not go back and read, but then I that they got picked that. up by that he's like feuding with Alex Jones and Infowars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it didn't seem like hot takes. It was like everyone should take the vaccine and wear a mask. It yeah. Wasn't, it seems it like didn't... he's in like a feud with uh, uh-huh. Info, Infowars. And mm-hmm. basically, whatever he says, uh, they they go after him. So. Uh, that he is like, uh, you know, on the, you know, you know, exactly where, you know, the, the, the real fun part of Twitter where you just get to, you know, have fights all day. Well, I think he has millions of followers. I think Trisha has almost a million. Yeah. These are very popular. They're people. very popular uh, YouTube figures. Now, c- can you give me some backstory in terms of like, are, are they actually frenemies? Like, did they were they uh, enemies at one point? I believe so. I, I, listen, we're not here to be the experts for these shows, but I believe he's enemies they with Alex Jones, but frenemies with yes. Trisha. I, I think they've had they they seemed had only friends. They did not yeah, seem at, to at be enemies point, at yes. any point. At this point, I believe they seem to be on good terms, but I think they've had a very complicated relationship. Over what? what? What was their conflict I, I, over? I, I'm not sure, but I think it goes pretty deep. Was um, it over who could eat the most pizza? Well, uh, spoiler alert: very, Ethan can. Yeah. Yeah, it, they have some very, but uh, it was a very good competition. But like, by they, the way, Trisha like had like an insane. They seemed to, to just uh, stop eating a pizza. Like they ate like uh, half a slice and then just went on to another slice, which did not count. Double double pizza eating strategy was was revolutionary. Yeah, two at a time. Um. I, I, okay. Also, there were so many insane re- uh, revelations. I have like my notes here are completely crazy. Trisha asked at one point, "Are we right wing or left wing?" Yeah, like uh, okay, a great question to ask. Like I don't know, maybe maybe a pre election question. I don't know. Just um, mm-hmm. we had uh, a tip to all serial killers: shower so people don't suspect you because you're very smelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trisha ran, randomly mentions that Jesse that they went on a date with Jesse Waters, where they were sort of like from yeah. Fox News that they were told. Uh, Hey, maybe you could come on Fox News for some panel, but it was never a panel. It was, it was ostensibly just a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, taken out of context, The Apprentice was a bop. I'm yeah. not a fan of Trump, but The Apprentice was a bop. Well, Trisha also said uh, that uh, they on social media were like a pro-Trump, and then changed uh, their mind. Yeah, and I think like five years ago. Like, yeah. I, I, I think they do a lot of things to, uh, or did a lot of things to like rile up the audience. They're mm-hmm. very good at sort yeah. of getting internet attention, it appears. Yes. And um, this is wild. I mean, they have a conversation. Like, at one point, they have, like, a really awkward 20-minute argument about should they have a wrestling match with each other? Yes. And Trisha wants to, and Ethan's like, I will not wrestle you. He he says that he would box Trisha. It's wild. The, they talk the about Khloe Kardashian. And that's a, a crazy story also about the Khloe mm-hmm. Kardashian photo, uh, which then... Uh, uh, according to the frenemies that if you post the picture that uh that the kardashians will come for you it's like the ring it's like a cursed photo yes i i yeah i would not recommend putting that on uh website.com okay we won't it seems like it seems like they're really going after everyone does it yeah I, this this show was unlike anything i'd ever seen it's two hours it, in some ways it dragged in some ways i wanted seven more hours they um they get into like a crazy conversation at the end about like 
Ethan Ethan says to Trisha, like, you're kind of anti-Semitic. Like, you get mm-hmm. out of nowhere. But they have, like, incredibly serious conversations wrapped around complaining for 45 minutes about, you, about TikTokers being canceled and people whose names I don't know, who I truly do not care about. A little bit, I don't know how old Ethan is, but I was like, why do you care about some of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and also, like, you're more popular than these people at this point. It seems like this is, this is where some of them, it, um, but this was a fascinating show. I don't know if we are the target demo for the show, but uh, I think a lot of people are because it's so popular. But it I'm, was unlike anything I'd ever seen, Rob. Insanely popular. I mean, uh, there's network television shows that don't have uh, three million <laughs> views. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and this was posted last week. Uh, yeah, wild stuff, frenemies. I would say, uh, listen, I, I recap the- shows that don't have three million views. That that's true. I should yeah, be doing I mean, a frenemies weekly recap instead of big. Yeah, scratch out Big Brother Canada. Have Taryn watch the frenemies live feeds. I mean, they're um, doing like three times the numbers of Big Brother Canada. Oh, no question, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, uh, th- this was not my favorite show I watched, but it does transcend the medium in certain ways. I'll say, frenemies. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also mostly a YouTube show, honestly, and more of a YouTube show than a podcast, even though they consider it a podcast. There were moments that they had very interesting conversation, and then it seemed like that there were also moments when they talked about things Mm -hmm. that seemed like that uh, they were only, uh, you know, things that would matter to the two of them. Uh, To me, I I think this is a great podcast. Mm. Definitely unique. Very unique. Yes, yes, definitely unlike uh, anything else that we listened to this week. And okay, um, all right, fine. The, all right, next up is, uh, is is a more traditional podcast, New York Times the Daily, one of the most popular podcasts on the internet, suggested by Sarah. Um, and the current episode is this from Friday, the sixteenth, is described as several months ago. The Times opened up a phone line to ask Americans what it's really been like to raise children during the pandemic. Liz Halfhill, a single mother to eleven-year-old Max, detailed her unvarnished highs and lows over the past year. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, now we've both been uh, parents during the pandemic, but mm-hmm. six kids. Uh, yep. This was uh, so. First of all, I have a note for myself. Can Rob do a Ma- Michael Barbaro impression? <laughs> I wasn't uh, prepared for that. No, so I don't think I can. All right, I should have asked beforehand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but this is that Michael Barbaro is the host of the Daily, and you know it's a it's a wide ranging podcast, right? They have a lot of different reporters who maybe handle specific episodes, but this is really just people calling in and talking about it and they shaped it as a narrative, right? But there's no real but beginning, middle, and end. I was confused about it. So this was all about uh, parenting during the uh, pandemic, specifically about being a mom uh, during the pandemic. But like, what are the other episodes like? Oh, okay. So you're not super familiar with the... With the no. Okay, fine. So in a normal week, a couple episodes will focus on like the, the biggest news of the day. The Daily... Here, let me give you their... Um, sort of the tagline Mm -hmm. the daily this is what the news should sound like the biggest stories of our time told by the best journalists in the world hosted by by michael barbaro 20 minutes a day five days a week ready at 6 a.m first of all i mean you're flexing on everybody this is what are you like this is the new york times you're like frenemy should have a tagline like that this Mm -hmm. is like this is the best podcast every other podcast sucks that's pretty wild Mm -hmm. um but it is insanely popular the daily is uh, it is a powerhouse. It's probably one of the biggest money makers at the times. Uh, the daily episodes this week, um, were okay. Here, here are the episodes: Johnson and Johnson vaccine pause explained. Mm-hmm. A legal winning strategy for religion. So it's about coronavirus restrictions on on religion in California. 
cryptocurrency's newest frontier, Europe, Europe's vac- vaccination problem. Last week had episodes about uh, Derek Chauvin uh, targeting overseas tax shelters, uh, a military the Mer- zone people. So it's like a Miami news Mark. magazine that yeah, they exactly. like do one ep- yeah. like uh, topic like 60 per day. Minutes, but there's like one topic per like day. I like I listen to Up First, which is uh, an NPR podcast. But they're they're going to go through like uh, like you know the top story of the day, and then tell you about like two or three other things that are like uh, important that day. And it's like 15 minutes. They get you in and get you out of there. But this is like. More of like a you know news magazine style profile on one yeah. specific thing. Yeah, and you know I listened to one a year ago that was about someone losing their job in a factory that was really well done. The the really good the highs here are incredibly high, and I don't know if they're lows, but it's yeah, just, some of them are like very basic news stuff that I'm not necessarily you know I don't want to. I'm not going here to listen to Johnson and Johnson yes. vaccine news just because I'm you know all all out on that stuff by probably the next morning where you've been hearing about it all day. Okay. Um, the Vox uh, Daily has one too. There's a few of these now sure. from like the higher level media. All right, so this uh, specific episode about uh, parenting during uh, the pandemic. I'm sure this is uh, nothing that you haven't heard at your own house. Uh, did this really resonate with you, or was this less impactful because you already knew all this stuff? I, I think both. It's like, yeah, I, I, again, we're not at the peak of it right now. Where it's like this would have been. It almost felt like this should have been. Like an episode eight months ago, mm-hmm. I, I like I guess it's like all right, we're out of the woods, but there wasn't like a lot of like we're out of the woods stuff. It was a lot of it was the beginning of the pandemic from from Liz and the single mother mm-hmm. uh, who you know who who thought she was in overhead. There was a lot of like ISO cuts from parents who were like, I hate my kids now. I never I don't I like being a parent in America sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Like it was it was interesting, but I, I I felt like there should have been more of a narrative maybe than than just like playing a bunch of audio with zero commentary and and like didn't go to her live at the end or anything yeah so i don't know who this was for that didn't already know that like it was uh really been a bad year for parents especially uh moms and single moms right. that have had to somebody's parent. like oh i didn't realize i thought it like was, you know uh, i didn't even think about that like i bet if you have kids like i bet this was like a really uh tough time mm-hmm. yeah nobody's mentioned that for 13 months so thank mm-hmm. you for your times for yeah uh, for yeah bringing it up Okay, yeah, uh, we've yeah. covered this extensively on the Patron Five for Five daily. Mm-hmm. I'll All say right. this was a great, great episode. Yeah, I thought this was that. I think that the format certainly could transcend the medium, and this is a great episode of the podcast. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They have, they have transcendent episodes, but certainly this was not okay. Um, okay, next up, I think is two episodes that are, in some ways, have you know some similarities to this very show. We'll start with Dr. Game Show, submitted okay. by Tara Renee. Okay. It's Joe Firestone and Manola Moreno, who host a podcast where they play ridiculous games submitted by fans with callers who are on Zoom with them. It's very weird, silly, and family-friendly. Uh, and in this episode, they play Cold Stone, Steve Austin, Dr. Game Show, Me Your Talent, and they play last week's winner. I think the next week they play the winning games. They play Dr. Finger Tap, I think was last week's winner. Okay. Okay, so Cold Stone Steve Austin, submitted by a listener, was a game where you come up with... Um, uh, but before they, you jump into Cold yeah. Stone Steve Austin, uh, okay. like so many questions uh, here with Dr. Game Show, like uh, where we go right into Dr. Game Show. Yeah, I think it's a long-running podcast. I think yeah. it's like, all right, you're with us, you're with us. You're with us. Not, like, like, there was, uh, the, the, like the, there's people coming in and out from Zoom. Are there 10 people on the Zoom call? Are there 500 people on the Zoom call? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. 
Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, but honestly, like maybe don't tell us. They're painting a picture. It could be a thousand. Is it their friends? Is it like the diehard listeners? Is it patrons? We'll never know. We don't know. Uh, yeah, but they do get, I mean, there's a little bit of banter, but they do get into the game pretty quickly without like, hey, this is what we do. It's a game show where twice a week, we, once a week, we play two games. Submit, we talk about two games submitted by listeners. We pick, and I don't know how they pick. Is it, is it a listener vote for the next week? I don't even remember. I have no idea. Um, and then they, uh, they play the games. But I thought they had fun banter. I thought both hosts are very likable. Very likable. Uh, they seem like they're having a great time. That uh, I feel like I walked mm-hmm. into like an improv show and I don't really know uh-huh. what was going on. Okay, uh, but again, I think this is like episode 10 zillion of a show where the people who are listening, we're, are, we, are we making Renap for the newbies or for the, for the, the you know, the OGs? We're making for the I OGs. I mean, I think so that when we, we do a good job, it's for uh, the newbies. And I think that when, sometimes mm-hmm. when we're sort of like uh, staring in our own navel, we make it for people who are only the fans of the show. Yeah, one for us, one for them. That's what we always say. <laughs> yeah. But I just felt like that at times, and this is what I was getting confused about, it seemed like that they were uh, like trying to do poorly at the games. I'm not sure. I don't know if they were throwing the games. Well, like it was the, like almost like the equivalent of like when, uh, like, you know, if you go on Reddit, like during like the off season of, uh, say, Survivor, and there's a lot of like uh, shite posting uh, going on. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. But also, like, one of the games was WWE related, and I don't think either of them were super big wrestling fans. That's I think that was my favorite of the game. Yeah, so the first game, Cold Stone Steve Austin, was players must combine the name of a professional wrestler and an ice cream flavor for The Rocky Road. Yeah. Or you could take an ice cream flavor. If you don't know a wrestler, which a lot of them didn't, uh, take an ice cream flavor and make it your own. Did you come up with any? Because I came up with a few while I was listening to the show. <laughs> I didn't uh, at the time, uh, but uh, I'm sure we can come up with some. Okay, here's what I came up with. Rum and Reigns. Okay. Candy what, cane. What, what, rum, what, rum, Roman Reigns, wait, and it's like rum ice cream. Rum, I, I mean, rum raisin, Roman, uh, rum and raisin, like, uh, that's a stretch. Rum and raisins? Rum, rum, okay. rum raisin. Yeah, rum <laughs> raisins is, uh. I mean, the show's called Cold Stone Steve Austin. Yeah. Like, that's not a, like, that's also a stretch. Um, Candy cane. Okay, that's good. Jake the Half-Baked Snake. So you're using half-baked uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh, not my favorite. Uh, and Brett the Hitman Lemon Tart. Lemon Tart? That's, an, that's not an ice cream flavor. It is now, baby. <laughs> that's a, a Lemon Tart is a cake. Not ice yeah, cream. Now it's like, yeah, I mean, Ben and Jerry's couldn't do a Lemon Tart ice cream if they want to. They could. Um, you know, I mean, can you beat that? I'm sure I, if you gave me five <laughs> minutes and a pad, I'm sure I could. I'll, I mean, I don't know where I would get a pad for you. From. Mm-hmm. Do you have any pads yeah. lying around? All right. Uh, well, maybe by, by the mailbag. Uh, I'll, I'll give you okay. some. I'll give you some some yeah. winners. So that was a fun game. And the other game was... Um, that, they were like uh, saying like doc- the first two words of a song. Yeah, no. Well, Dr. Game showed me your talent where they give three clues and you have to guess what your hidden talent is. Okay. If they guess right, you get a bragging rights or a custom magnet. Friend of the show, Naomi Calhoun, says she's got a couple custom magnets. She's won a couple times. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you want to play uh, hidden talent? Are you going to reveal your hidden talent? I'm going to guess your hidden talent. Uh, I don't have a hidden talent prepared. Mara, do you have a hidden talent? Not listening. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't have, I, I guess I don't really have any hidden talents, but yeah, that was mm-hmm. Dr. Game Shooter Talent. And then Dr. Fingertap, which is the winning episode, winning game from last episode, 
Listeners tap a short tune on something off screen, and you have to guess what they're tapping on and what song or what song. So it's like, what are you tapping on and what song are you playing? Do you want to try that? Tap your finger tap. Sure. Do you ever play a song? I don't think I can play a song. I think you're going to have to play the song. That uh, so I, don't, I didn't I don't even understand even have, like, this game when they were playing it on the uh, on it the podcast. It didn't have a, like a, a locked in premise. Yeah, because you could guess what they're what they're hitting on, and you could guess the song. It's like two totally separate things. Like yeah. I'm playing uh, a Stairway to Heaven, but it's on like on my phone right now. Do you hear that? No. See, you don't hear. So <laughs> yeah, the, the the only game that I could follow what they were doing was uh, the come up with a wrestler slash ice cream flavor. Mm-hmm. The rest yeah, was I was very I, I was very confused. Yeah, I bet that one for next week. That's a good game. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea. Listen, not every game has to be a winner. It's a forty-five minute podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just talking about two show, two ideas. But I think it's along the same lines of what we do. And it's like you're throwing out ideas, and some are good, and some aren't. And you know, if it's not, you do something else next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I like both the hosts. They seem very nice. It seems very, very fun. Again, like I, I really like the energy. It seemed like that yeah, uh, people energy. were really, really enjoying it. But I, I think that may, maybe I should have gone to one X on this one because I was like, wait, what is happening? Yeah, some podcasts really don't work on 2X because people speak much quicker on mm-hmm. some shows than others, I guess. So I, I think um, that uh, Dr. Game Show is a great podcast. Okay. I thought it was amazingly outstanding. Great okay. job by them. Five stars. Good job. Uh, another podcast that uh, is sort of in the Renap, you know, uh, adjacent world is a podcast called The Unmade Podcast. This was submitted by Aaron Zink. The premise of the show is two guys discussing podcast ideas that they'll never end up making. He says it's a perfect corollary to Renap. You may even get an idea or two. Beyond that, these are experienced entertaining podcasters with banter that often runs far from the initial premise. I did not know these were a pair of Australian blokes, as I said. Uh, one of them is like has almost 100,000 followers on Twitter. The show is kind of popular. Okay. Um, so th- this, to me, at first, I, I thought that this was uh, like, uh, I-, I think I thought the premise was going to be different. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked... The idea of this podcast, I wonder if this wasn't the right episode. Yeah, I, I think, again, we're walking into the middle of like a party that like sometimes in this show, like they have a segment called Spoon of the Week. I'm sure we would love Spoon of the Week if we stayed from episode one, but we don't know really about like, I don't know much about Spoon of the Week. I don't know much about like their Dutch, uh, like there were jokes that they're in the middle of, which is wonderful and shows should have that. But again, we're just coming in and listening to episode like 10 zillion, you know? Mm-hmm. So the two podcast ideas they came up with. So each week, each guy brings up a podcast, but it's a show they'll never make, right? Mm-hmm. They're not, and unlike us, they're not making it. So one was called Head to Head or Versus. He didn't have a name. And it's basically just comparing two things and you say, which one is better? Like Mac or PC, he says. Cone or cup? Mm-hmm. Shorts or pants? Rob, are you a shorts guy or a pants guy? I mean, uh, what's the temperature? Um, 84 degrees Fahrenheit. No, we're, we're shorts. Okay, 73. Uh, uh, wear shorts. Where do you go to? Where seventy? Is that where 60. you go to pants? Six. Oh, so sixty-one degrees. You're already in shorts. Um, I, I mean, probably. Um, okay. I mean, I don't go outside really. Yeah. Um. Do, so, do, should should we take this idea? People said maybe you'll take some of their ideas. Do you think head to head or versus will make it onto? I mean, the I think we have a census. Yeah, we have a census. Yeah. Uh, similar. And then the other guy's idea was called the Great 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 Podcast, and that is a show that seemed like a where... very Akiva idea. <laughs> I felt like that you must have been like, "Oh, this is brilliant." No, not at all. I don't care about like lineage and stuff like that. 
Hmm. Uh, it's a better idea than the other one. Like it's a higher sort of uh, degree of difficulty. He said he did a lot of research for it. Mm-hmm. It's basically like find out about your great 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 grandfather, and uh, and that's the podcast. People write in about their great 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 relative. And he went into a whole story about his was a convict and had this whole interesting backstory. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that was that was his idea. Which one do you yeah. think is the better idea of uh, all those episodes? I mean, I guess the head to head. Oh, you like the head to head better? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's a popular show in Australia. Uh, they also talked about trading cards. I didn't really follow that. Um, a Dutch sofa shop cover where they did some Dutch rap. Uh, and again, spoon of the week, which is uh, I don't think we're going to bring in spoon of the week here. Do they God give people them. spoons on the show? Also, I don't think so. I think my grandfather, when he goes to, um, when he go like he used to travel a lot, and he would bring back. Uh, is it a spoon or a fork? I don't remember. One of them from like every place he's been to. He's got like hundreds of either spoons or forks. I never remember in his office. Mm-hmm. Spoon. Maris says spoons. Okay. But there's like sometimes the fork. If you can't find a spoon, there's a fork sometimes. All right. So that was the unmade podcast. The great, great, great podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, that yeah. was a great podcast and there's a potential for it to be an amazingly outstanding podcast with five mm-hmm. stars. You think we should have those two blokes on and they should, you know, maybe give us ideas. We'll give them some ideas. We'll trade ideas. A lot of guys on one podcast, no? It is a lot of dudes, but it's like U.S. versus Australia. Mm. Like the Olympics. Maybe the Olympics time we'll have them. Come on. We'll have like the U.S. versus Australia Olympics. Although one of the guys I think says he lives in England now. <laughs> okay. Um, Why don't we get into our murder podcast? Yeah. Okay. So we'll close out with a couple of murder shows. Everyone wanted us to talk about my favorite murder, but we'll focus here on. We did listen to that. But we'll focus here on. A new podcast from Dateline NBC, who's like really upping their game. And they have a lot. They're like near the top of the charts with a few different shows, including they, I think, turned a lot of old famous Dateline cases into podcasts. But here it's like a podcast exclusive original um, hosted by Keith Morrison, right? The Dateline guy who's got like a very specific voice. And the premise is that indie filmmakers cast Win Reed as the star of their movie. What they didn't know was that Win wasn't Win. Mm hmm. Uh, and they dropped the first two episodes. I think it's only a five or six part series. So uh, you, it'll be done within a month. You get into it. It's a fascinating story. Um, what do you have about the uh, killer role, the Dateline NBC podcast? Yeah. And can you do a Keith Morrison? <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Really? This one you can listen to on 3X, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it seemed, it's episode one, that it's, you know, this is seemed very basic. This is a, you know, murder podcast, Dateline NBC, uh, that there was uh, a person who, uh, well, I guess the, like the twist is that there were people that made like a horror movie. And then the person that they cast a star in the horror movie was a young woman who may have either at best, uh, like uh, committed some sort of like a uh, manslaughter at worst, uh, killed her uncle. Yes. Yeah, that's sort of going to be a big... Uh, it was know, potentially, dis- like, a very bad guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, either he's a terrible guy or maybe it was a murder. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Wynn's name is not Wynn. We learned by the end of the first episode. It is Taylor, I think. Taylor Reed. Mm-hmm. One of the people on the show went realizes that they went to high school with her. She was a theater person whose mom always did her makeup. And they realized that when, like, some lady who just calls herself Wynn's relative but doesn't say doesn't specify she comes with hair and makeup which is weird for if you're on a movie set you usually have your you know the pro person do it but like the mom is doing it and it, it like rung a bell for them right that that 
oh, this is the same person from high school, but they didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Reed is not, that's not even the real name. Yeah. Um, Tried to play a little bit on the sympathy of like, oh, now our movie is ruined because uh, this girl is a murderer and lied. Yeah, it was. It was funny because, right, it starts off with like these, this, I think it's a father daughter, like wrote the movie and put a lot of money into it. And like, how could they release this movie that, yeah, the star is like at best a manslaughter. <laughs> at worst, at worst, like a crazy killer. So, yeah, they did play that up as like, yeah, even worse than the murder, the movie freaking ruined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which would have been two. Yeah, it's uh, more of the same. It's about how the police were questioning the woman. Uh, you know, the question is like that uh, this person in question is such a gifted actress that she made the movie so great. But then was she lying to the, the police? Uh, that's really it seem like. This was like a tiny movie, right? This was like, I'm sure, even if it ever yeah. saw the light of day, like, and they make it seem like she should have won like four Oscars for this movie. Yeah. Like she was just heading. It was like it was written by like a high school young woman yeah. and like her dad, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They make it seem like it is just, you know, the film of like the performance of performances. Yeah. So this is uh, some question about uh, the, the woman who is uh, accused of the murder and her mom and were they in on it? So uh, there's a, uh, definitely some intrigue here but i feel like that this is like uh pretty much standard fare of like uh we heard you like a murder podcast so here's another one mm-hmm. i mean there's an endless supply if you look at the top 100 you know we looked at the top 100 you even said should we just do the top 10 there's like eight of the top 10 i think we would not want to do you yeah. know we don't you don't want to listen like four hours of joe rogan necessarily there's yeah. some po- there's a lot of like right-wing republican uh political podcasts we didn't listen to any political podcasts honestly um you know, the episodes matter. There was a lot of stuff we weren't interested in, but uh, the true crime, you know, a zillion years after Cyril, Cyril dropped a new thing this week. We decided not to listen to it because the subject matter didn't super interest us, but they also dropped the first episode with, with the New York times of some rigged election, election tomfoolery in North Carolina type mm-hmm. of podcast. Um, yeah, but there's an endless appeal. It's uh, endless appetite. It seems for true crime podcasts, including my favorite murder, which a million people wanted us to watch. They didn't have the most interesting week. They did uh, like a couple pieces of different live shows and splice it together as a show. People said just listen to the bonus episode, like which is just listeners call in, yeah. which I think used to be more about murder and is now just like a more general, <laughs> like writing yeah. about literally anything show. So what did you get anything out of that? Uh, so they they had some fun anecdotes. I mean, I feel like the, the two women who are the hosts, and I want to make sure Erica that Gareth and Georgia Hardstark. Yeah, Kara and Georgia, Karen. Yeah, Karen, Karen and, and Georgia. Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that they seem like very fun people to yeah, yeah. talk to. Um, I had an idea, like, I know this isn't our project green light and, and let me know if this has been pitched, but, uh, I feel like that, uh, I have an idea for a movie comedy. Okay. Okay. And in my movie comedy, uh, we see, uh, basically like, uh, Karen and Georgia doppelgangers who, are tasked with solving a real murder. So they're basically oh, like murder podcast ladies. But unlike, you know, like a serial where uh, the Sarah Koenig character is like a journalist, it's like very, like these seem like sort of like, uh, like uh, wine ladies. Yeah, honestly, it's an amazing idea. It's incredible. It's like I'm greenlighting this right now. Okay. Someone write into them and tell them, uh, this was our idea. Like they they podcast about murder and they drink and they drink wine and it's like a like a fun like a, and now they're like a, actually the police like bring them in 
because they're so good at like podcasting about murder that they have to actually solve a real murder. Yeah, this is an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. No, you no, I, I like this ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. If you had pitched it during the thing, it would have won. We would have if this was the first pitch on Project Greenlight, it would have we would have had to end the now, episode. Right? Maybe there. people are like, hey, idiot, uh, they actually have solved uh, thirty seven murders. No, I don't think they have. Mm-hmm. I think it's like more of a comedy show. Um, but should we sort but of? But they're like, getting they're getting snacks and they're drink. You know, uh, they have like a glass of uh, white wine. Should we make it wine dads and like write us write us into the movie? Hmm. Like it's me and you. I don't know. Are, are they married? Do they have uh, like significant others? Well, at one home? of the mentions getting divorced uh, that recently got divorced. The other one I think might be married. Or mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I feel like that. Um, I don't know. It's, it, an it's idea. really the story's about the women, Akiva. Like we're sort of know, like, uh, we're, we, you know, you know, we're, so we're giving them the IP if they want it. We just do. Yeah, what do are we, we doing with this? Extras? Yeah, are you, we, you like want to take this and make this our podcast, our, our no, movie? No, I don't want. To, I don't want. No, but I want like uh, I want to profit from it. How can we monetize this idea? I think you just put this out into the world, and if they have, and, okay, and, fine. And if they make if it, Karen then Georgia do this. Yeah, uh, if, if, they, if be... somebody makes this movie and it makes two hundred million dollars, and and then we'll get clout by saying like, hey. Okay, we invented fine. that idea. Yeah, yeah. Here's like, the uh, actually, we've had it in development for the last uh, yeah, nine years. Probably. Okay. All right. We just we have to make us um, extras in the film. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. How about it? Let us just be a guest on a podcast. Uh, fair. We're enough. even. We'll pitch. We'll pitch Renap. Yeah. Uh, and they could rate Renap. They could come on and rate Renap. <laughs> say, uh, say boy, uh, Renap. Uh, that is a uh, one great podcast. If you it's ask great. me, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. All right, yeah. So, um, anything Did, funny from the Collins? Uh, I'm trying to remember these the the anecdotes uh, that were you talked like about. Their slogan: "Stay sexy and don't get murdered." <laughs> Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Yeah, that's got. I, I like that they went with the simply safe advertising. Like, uh, boy, uh, when you're thinking about murder as much as we do, uh, <laughs> simply safe is the number one a, way yeah. to you know get that's your home armed. Uh, that they did a story. If they, if they did it for like swords or something, I don't know. Um. There were some wild uh, stories that somebody called in and said that, uh, basically, speaking of How I Met Your Dad, uh, one of their listeners wrote in with a story about a woman whose uh, mother met the father, that the mother was like 17 years old, and then... The uh, that the seventeen year old's mother like met some like older guy like in his thirties like somewhere and uh, like set up the daughter to go on like a blind date which turned out to be like an office party and so that uh, this seventeen year old woman like went to this guy's office party with him and then found like uh, a guy who a bunch of the women were talking to and then she. Slip, the 17 year old like uh slipped the more age appropriate uh i think 21 year old which you know honestly like the story doesn't uh hold up on some levels here as well uh i'm not sure if those ages necessarily work out but definitely closer than the 30 year old and she slipped the guy the number and then that guy turned out to be uh who her father was but the twist of the story turns out that the guy that she originally went to the party with was uh, her future dad's boss, and so he was uh, then fired from this job. Yes, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, the the, the submissions had nothing to do with uh, murder, but they were they were funny, and they have a lot of they have good chemistry. We've mentioned them on the show that uh, the New York Times profiled them once and mentioned that they see, or at least saw at the time, a couples counselor for like because because of their podcast to like deal with issues they had. Oh, they went to a couple's counselor. We've, we've talked about this multiple times on the show, but I remember. I, I know talking about counselor. I didn't know it was uh, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it was them. It was yeah. them. Yes. Um. All right. Sound yeah. like they get along great, though. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I wish we would have listened to an episode where they talked about murder, but I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I liked both of them. It seemed like it was a, mm-hmm. you know, fun attitude of the podcast. I listened to the, I listened to the live episode this week, um, which was two different ones. They each like picked a different live show from like a few years ago that already aired and like aired that. Um, uh, Florence and the Machine, well, not the Machine, Florence from the Machine was uh, in the audience at their London show. They're a big deal. Yeah. No, uh, huge deal. Uh, easy to understand why. Yeah, very popular. All right, so that's 12 up, 12 down, Rob. Boom. All right. How was this as a podcast episode? I have no idea. I have no idea. I yeah. loved listening to the podcast, so I had a fun week. Yeah, I had a fun time that uh, I'm actually like somewhat impressed that I, I didn't take any notes during this uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you have I was, a memory. Yeah, I was doing stuff around uh, the, the house uh, over like these last uh, 12 hours or so. And so, uh, but you know, like, uh, I, I like listening to podcasts. Yeah, it was fun. Was 12 uh, if, too if many? People, I don't, I mean, maybe 10 is the right number. Listen, if people hate it, we won't do it again. But if people like it, I would do this again next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to 10 different shows. And then, uh, did you update any of your subscriptions? Okay. Um, which ones? Yeah, I think I would definitely listen to Who Weekly again. Uh, a lot of them, it's more like I would maybe subscribe, but but then it, it goes. And a lot of podcasts are like this. It's like, tell me who the guest is or tell me what the topic mm-hmm. is, you know? Yeah. I think maybe so I do a lot the- of like Twitter follows. And then if uh, I see them tweeting something interesting, then maybe listen to the podcast. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, listen, I- I'm probably not going to go back to the daily too often. Mm-hmm. But um, they don't need us. They have millions and millions of followers every day. Yeah, I think the daily. Might, I would actually uh, like uh, probably subscribe to the daily and then just have it there. And then if I'm ever like, uh, oh, that's interesting. You're going to delete at least four out of five. But yeah, why not? You, you delete not? podcasts? Not like literally delete, but like skip over. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. Uh, a- anything else from the world of podcasting? Any uh, close calls or anything that we uh, almost listened to? Uh, you know, I, it would have been interesting to like listen to maybe a listener's submission for their podcast. We came or... close to listening to the uh, John Yastrzemski uh, New York New York mm-hmm. sports podcast, but then felt like we probably got a lot of complaints. Yeah, and also like it wasn't like a time. So, some of this like is time sensitive, and some of these episodes are you know four or five days old. I want to listen to Bill Simmons. I hate Warren Sharp, who's a guest this week. So I listened to that episode. It. Yeah, I hate him. I hate him. Um, that I'll say. He is not great. Why do you hate Warren Sharp? I don't want to get into it on the podcast. Okay. Or we would have gotten into it then. But uh, All right, there you go. Anyway. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we are going to get into the mailbag for mm-hmm. this week's episode. Uh, Akiva, we're going to ha- yeah. have a guest also joining us. That's correct. Grace Leader will be here to talk about everything coming up uh, on the mailbag. Episode uh, number 129 of Robin Akiva need a podcast we'll be right back it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, episode number 129, Mailbag, uh, coming up here in uh, just a moment. We'll uh, talk with uh, Grace Leader to get into everything from uh, this week's Mailbag. But Akiva, I want to just uh, address some sad news uh, that we learned uh, today that our friend uh, Sunday Burkwest, uh, Survivor player from Survivor Millennials uh, versus uh, Gen X, has uh, very sadly passed away following a uh, very long battle with cancer. Uh, she is somebody who uh, really touched all of us with her very brave fight and just uh, her positive attitude throughout uh, her whole ordeal. Uh, she had beaten cancer earlier uh, in her life, and then uh, she had, I believe, uh, two different forms of cancer come back uh, recently, and uh, very sad to see that uh, she has passed away. She's uh, someone who uh, was also with us in person when we did our live show back in uh, Minnesota in July of uh, 2019 and couldn't have been more fun. Yeah, she came on the live show. She was such a good sport. I don't think she was uh, before that really knew much about Renap and she still came, had a great time. We se- we did a segment where we set uh, it set strangers up to be best friends. That was um, Aaron and Brett, who I think are still very good friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was a great sport. She was, uh, you know, friendly about it afterwards. And she, um, since then, she's been a delight. Yeah, I, I've never seen anybody say a bad word about her. She seems like a very special, seemed like a very special person. Yeah. And uh, everyone really just only had the best things to say about her. And, uh, you know, she, she was really tough. She fought cancer for so, so long, so many years. And uh, yeah, she was uh, a great person, it seems like. Yeah, such a kind person. Uh, you know, we uh, got the chance to have like a big reunion with her cast uh, last summer when she first announced uh, that uh, she was uh, resuming uh, her fight uh, against uh, the cancer that they had discovered. And uh, we got her, the whole cast from Millennials versus Gen X. Uh, to be on that episode of Rob has a podcast, uh, you know, I got to uh, correspond with her a little bit uh, over the course of the last year, and just is like the sweetest person. And I'm just uh, my heart goes out to her family, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, all of the people that she touched their lives uh, in, in so many different ways. So um, we're thinking of uh, the entire Berkowitz family today. All right, mm-hmm. let's uh, then get into our mailbag here for this week's episode and uh we are in for a treat because uh we have uh back with us to uh administer this week's uh mailbag the great grace leaders here grace how are you good glad to be here you know when i uh my first ever podcast that i did was 
Robin Akiva get dragged. It was the first ever podcast I'd ever done. Wow. And then a little bit later, I had uh, I had, was part of the class of 2020 and mm-hmm. did some Big Brother podcast. And Akiva met, messaged me and said, well, your first podcast is still like, you know, you're, you're part of Renap. Your, your first podcast was Renap, right? So yeah, call me Rowan. I'm a Renap baby. So <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, even uh, your own podcast uh, came post Renap. Yeah. Yeah. Post Renap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for okay. sure. Yeah. Hold hold up podcast. Uh, yeah, hold up. One uh, P. One P. Yeah. Well, hold up podcast. One P on Twitter. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Grace. So, uh, how many of the podcasts that we talked about today did you listen to? Did you did you uh, follow along with us? I have listened to the Office Ladies podcast and the Daily uh, our podcast. I always wanted to listen to Nicole Byer, so I haven't listened mm-hmm. to all the the ones that you listened to today. But um, I might check some of them out. That's certainly one. Based on your recommendations, that's how I'll decide which ones I should listen to. Yeah. Akiva, yeah. what do you think about a podcast where we go back and we then do a re-listen of the Seinfeld uh, rewatch podcast and then do episodes where we have like inside baseball stories about the making of each of the podcasts? We could do that and like uh, text Chester, like, where were you when you sent this email to us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminding us how many times Poppy. Had yeah. Been. Yeah, we could, we could like, definitely do that. I, Akiva, I had to then uh, send a copy of, or send a screen grab of this to Chester because he was so iconic in the mailbag for episode number 93. When he came out and said that Manhattan parking rates would never be that high. <laughs> that was such a beautiful take. He's such a great commenter. This is going to blow it if you don't have an answer to this question. But do you, do you remember any specific like recording of Seinfeld? Pod- like, is there anything sticking? You know, and like you're listening to yeah. something and you're like, I was on this bus going to this place. Oh, like, uh, sure. I, Akiva, uh, that, uh, well, he doesn't remember in terms of like recording podcasts, but where he was for listening. But uh, I always remember the time that I was in my in-laws basement when I was podcasting with Akiva back in the early days. And then uh, his wife uh, came out and asked him to uh, kill a snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that, that, yeah. on, video, on audio somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That would be a fun making of. Which I would think that knowing Akiva, I think that uh, I would imagine the opposite. I imagine yeah. like Akiva, like, uh, Mara, get in here. There's a snake. Come it kill is, it. That is, it is a great point. Like, that is I'm in bed. the dynamic the of our relationship. Yeah. Like with the mouse, when I got afraid and I sort of sat up on the couch waiting for, mm-hmm. for her to come home from college to kill the mouse. Um, but I, I, I guess snakes was out of her control. Yeah. She made me do it i guess you know everybody's like oh akiva can't drive you can't tie his shoes mm-hmm. uh what you know. does he do yeah what does that he do kill he snake. kills snakes okay people That's right, baby yeah let's just say singular i don't want to see a second one now, did you kill it or did you let it out? i did i did i did okay. kill it i mm-hmm. mean it was very <laughs> yeah it was very small how did you kill the snake i think i stepped on it with a shoe <laughs> spoiling the whole making of the sign <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, we did have an idea uh, in development that's maybe in uh, development hell right now from Hit by a Car Claire, where she was going to go through a lot of the stuff we said in the Seinfeld podcast, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, you know, turn it into a show. I, I might have died on the vine. What's up with that? Yeah, we'll, we'll I know Hudson, uh, my co-host from uh, for Hold Up. They are listening. They are a fair bit behind on uh, Renap and, and are 
uh, listening through. And I said, if you, if you hear anything like that was something you could do is like, yeah, yeah. Pull some trivia. And th- yeah, I think there's an idea in the mailbag that's similar. To, yeah. Uh, Megan, the librarian, I think also said uh, that she's doing, doing a, a uh, <laughs> full uh, series <laughs> re-listen. Um, <laughs> but Grace, in the first part of the episode, uh, we were talking about an idea that came out of uh, Dr. Game Show, uh, which is uh, a um, uh, games podcast. And the host of that show played a game called uh cold stone steve austin where they made (laughs) wrestler they combined like uh wrestlers and ice cream flavors to make Mm. one uh or to make a name uh i told akiva i was gonna work on some of them and i i uh, know you are avid uh wrestling fan maybe you might be able to uh throw throw some into the hopper uh what do you think about uh vince nella mcmahon (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay yeah you like that akiva i mean you really knocked my uh my ideas and now you know i'm supposed to i'm supposed to sell yours yeah. i don't know all right how about this one how about <laughs> uh coffeeed like the feet yeah the fiend? uh i was gonna say kofi and cream because it's kofi kingston mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but coffeeed yeah can i can i give you mine grace and mm-hmm. see if you like mm-hmm. them maybe more than rep- yeah. Uh, what do you think of well, rum and rains? Rum, that's really good. That's very good. Oh, really? Good. Really you know, good? I don't yeah, know. Really who, good. I yeah. don't remember yeah. who was on the podcast with me earlier who said, uh, yeah, that, well, that is, and, is rum a ice cream flavor? Rum is uh, an ice cream flavor. I think you can get, yeah. Yeah, you can get rum flavor, rum ice cream in a lot of places. I think in a lot of places. It, yeah, isn't is the ice rum, cream flavor rum raisin? Rum raisin. Yeah, hmm. which is rum and rains. Rum and raisins. What do you yeah. think about can- Grace? What do you think about Candy Cane? Candy Cane is good. Yeah. What do you the think about Ro- the Rocky yeah. Road? That mm-hmm. is that is the example that they yeah. Have on the show. Okay. Well, Jake the Half Baked Snake. What do you think about that? <laughs> half baked? What's half? Is that ice? I don't know. They, uh, that's uh, Ben and Jerry's flavor. Mm-hmm. See, really I'm someone, Canadian, and uh, oh, someone yeah. you know hasn't listened to the uh, the yeah. Ben and Jerry's tournament in uh, in you know, <laughs> 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about Brett the Hitman Lemon Tart? <laughs> yeah okay i like it mm-hmm. it's good all right okay all right all right you like you like vince nilla mcmahon okay. <laughs> <laughs> i like rum and rum and raisin is my favorite I mean, uh but rum right. and uh, rum and raisin it was not the pitch grace you, you're improving on the pitch uh no rum and rains is better it's rum and rains rum and rains it's rum and then there's roman rains yeah, I guess you can't you just open have up the rum ice cream. Ice. Go, you can, you can have rum ice cream, but I don't know. <laughs> okay, no. uh, what about uh, Ben and Jerry the King Lawler? Yeah, that's good. That's very good. That is good. Okay. That is good. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So, Grace, it sounds yeah. like that Akiva has offloaded the the <laughs> list of mailbag ideas mm-hmm. to you. Akiva had his hands full listening to all these podcasts yeah. this week. I also I mentioned this to Grace, uh, but I'm not. I think not on the air. I bit my tongue, literally, not figuratively, during the uh, the end of the podcast thing. So I'm playing hurt. I, 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 you know, don't call me a hero. Save that for the teachers and the yeah. EMTs. But Ak- I can barely talk right now. Akiva said right before we came on for the mailbag, he's like, "Hey, I, I really uh, I bit my tongue during the first half <laughs> of this podcast." I'm like, "What? What didn't you say?" He's like, "No, no, I, I literally." Uh, bit <laughs> yeah, my I've tongue. never done it before. It's like blowing up. I don't know what I did. This is like the podcast cover of Kurt Schilling in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You bit your tongue as a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, my bloody uh, tissue in my mouth. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Gross. Not literally. Okay. 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 All right. Akiva, 
Or yeah. uh, I'm sorry, actually, Grace. Grace. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, fire think, away. Yeah, I think that this uh, this invitation started because I sent uh, a format idea to uh, Akiva, and I don't really have the thing to figure out what to use the format on. But it's uh, I used to run on a forum a Royal Rumble type game, and I know that Renat already has a Royal Rumble, so maybe we could call this the Battle Royale. Uh, version of figuring out the best of something. And, I, and Akiva mentioned maybe the celebrity couples thing, but basically we have five panelists. Every round, all five panelists get a vote. Okay. So we start with two things. Um, I think I was talking to Lindsay Wilson earlier. We'll say, say we're trying to figure out what is the best Simpsons character. Say the first two are Homer and Marge. Everybody gets five votes and you can choose which one you want to get rid of. Say Marge isn't the best uh, Simpsons character. I'm going to vote for Marge. Mm-hmm. As soon as a character gets five votes, they're eliminated. Uh, so if all five panelists vote out Marge, Homer stays in, and we add someone new. Now we add Bart. Uh, okay, tough choice. Maybe Bart gets three votes and Homer gets two votes, and then we add something in until we've run the, the gambit of uh, figuring out who's the best thing. It's a bit of a it's a Royal Rumble thing. You start with two things. Every round, somebody else comes in. I don't have a good, what is the thing we should use this for? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you also find the format a little convoluted. And also don't want to use it. But that was the idea. So I think we're always looking for a new mechanism of like, uh, I don't want to do bracket, another bracket. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we sort of have like uh, have done like a sort of like a uh, king of the mats type uh, style list. So Akiva, do you think that this format, like the uh, battle royal, uh, could potentially work for any of the other things like we're talking about, like uh, celebrity couples or uh, three uh, word names. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we also, uh, yeah, I could think of even a few ideas for it I could pitch right now, but I do think so. I think the King of the Hill is not perfect for us, and we're not doing brackets probably anytime soon. I do think there's something there. We may have to tweak it a little bit, but I think Grace is willing to work with us. I think there's something there. We just have to nail it down. Mm-hmm. And it seems a little, you know, like we're, we're tra- you know, we're counting how many votes they have. But I'll just do that in the back end, give an update, you know, every few rounds, and tell you when somebody's been eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know what? One thing we have before, and Grace, people always complain, like, "Oh, you don't read my idea." Sometimes people are like, "Oh, Kiva only reads the same five people's ideas." I don't know who they mean. I just read whatever ideas mm-hmm. come in that I like. Barely pay attention to who sends them in, but um, they could blame Grace now. Uh, the one yeah. thing I was thinking in terms of updates is uh, that maybe works for something like that is we had talked about the pet peeve off the peeve off you remember that rob we haven't discussed it in a few weeks yeah what do you think about that the pet peeves about us though i thought it was oh so you want to do pet people's i just don't want people complaining about us more than they already do <laughs> yeah you don't, you don't want to hear listeners pet peeves about things and we just rank them so i feel I like that's that- a fun podcast I the, didn't mind uh, hearing like uh, that Robin Akiva's like common pet peeves, things that we always complain about, and then we're gonna be something was gonna be retired. I, I like that version of the idea, like finding out what what are people sick of hearing us complain about. I think it's like a funnier idea. I just don't know if that's like a full like hour episode. You know, mm-hmm. like how many things Please. do we really complain about? If we could get these down to hour episodes, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> What are you, all of a sudden, you're turning on how long the podcast is. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if, like, uh, that uh, is the audience uh, just as happy 
with a two-hour podcast as a three-hour podcast. Okay, or we'll find out. Maybe their census will come up next week. We'll ask them. Is that extra hour just more stuff for people to you know say that we did wrong, and then I could get that hour back? Hmm. Because I'm listening to all these podcasts that are are more popular than uh, anything going on over here. These people are showing up once a week for one hour. <laughs> Boom! I'm I'm well, uh, I don't leave this room. I mean, I only picked shows that were short. Like the most popular podcast, mm-hmm. the Joe Rogan show, was like four and a half hours. Right? Like some of these people are doing a one hour podcast once a yeah. week, and it's a full time gig. That's the, that's it. I'm Ooh, showing up one hour a week. Time? Who's doing once a week full time? I don't know. I mean, the, my favorite murder people do at least. Sure, two, I know that. Right? I mean, that's they've they've dedicated they built that thing up from nothing. I mean, office ladies, but fine. Like if we had, you mm-hmm. know, if if we had that sort of level of fame, like we could do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MPGs doing it once a week, but I don't even know if you know. How many times a week do they do the daily? I mean, great. Not seven, five. I don't think, right? <laughs> it's five, and it's, I think there is a one weekend. There is. A, I do listen to that podcast. They do, uh, yeah, they do a Sunday time. They do like yeah, a they Sunday do a Sunday news one magazine, and five sure. during the week. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to get rest on Twitter for that. Yeah. Anyway. The one thing, the pet peeves idea in the Battle Royale idea, the only, it gets a little convoluted of like, because like the idea is like you're getting rid of the thing. You want things eliminated. Like you can use your vote. The other thing I like about it is that it's not like you two just being like, like, yeah, this thing beats this, right? Like I like that idea. Like five people have votes. Uh, they accumulate over time, whatever. But the pet peeve thing is a little bit convoluted because it's like, are you getting, are you trying to eliminate the pet peeve that is the worst or are you eliminating the one that's mm-hmm. better? So it's a little bit. That's why I was like, you know, we pick something that's like, you know, the best celebrity couple couple is pretty easy. It's like, no, I'm getting rid of like, yeah, Angela, maybe best, we know? could uh, try that for a mailbag uh, at some point. Yeah. Like maybe like have like because yeah. I I think that what'll make it interesting is it's not head to head matchups, but if you have like three or four things and then you can only vote to you have to vote to eliminate one put, thing. Right, and like that vote. could be exciting. Where you your vote. we yeah. typically do things like what's advancing here? We're like, okay, what definitely do you want to is it, what do you want to want to try to kill? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna drop a form this week, Rob. That's two parts. It's like, what are your pet peeves? And then, like, what are what should Rob and Akiva stop complaining about? Mm-hmm. On one form, and we'll see. Like, maybe they're both separate podcasts. Maybe one will have gold, and one won't. We'll see. Yeah, but we'll we'll try and mine that and see what happens. Okay. All and right. Maybe I'll even ask in the forum. Do you want shorter podcast? Do you want somebody else to look over it just in case it's like really mean? Do you want somebody else to look over the things? That I'm not. I'm not sensitive. I'm All just right. kidding. I am mm-hmm. very sensitive. Be nice, guys. Okay. Yeah, please be nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Grace, what else do you have? Well, I do think we should at some point we should do. I mean, I'm just pitching my own ideas here, but uh, we should do a Taskmaster version with with uh, with some Renap. Uh, no, Akiva, are you familiar with fun. the Taskmaster format? Mm-hmm. Yes, I've I, I haven't seen a full one that you've done, but I've definitely uh, look, checked it out when you've done it. Can you explain it to the audience how how it works, please? Yeah. So when we do patron Taskmaster, Rob is the the judge. I come up with the task. So it might be something like uh, find the best green thing in your house. We've done. What else have we done? Some people had to like draw uh, a picture of their hand and trace their hand and then turn it into a portrait of their face. And then Rob will say that one is the best. It gets five points. Mm-hmm. That one's the worst. It gets one point. Um, and we do it with patrons, but to do it with some some Renat uh, stars, I think could be very fun. One of you two, yeah, be uh, you could both be the the judges, or I think we'd probably both be the judges if we did it. Mm-hmm. But what if I we didn't agree? Find, like something green. Well, maybe we'd have a third judge. I don't know. Hmm. 
Ask the audience. No, well, we're gonna have five, we're gonna have five contestants and and then and Grace well, and no, then we, three we, judges. We could have like uh, we could be like Doctor Game Show. They have all those random people on Zoom. We'll call one of them in. Well, we could just average out. You could both get points. We average out their points, and then oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's points. good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I like. What, do you want to do? Page, do you want to do Renap uh, Taskmaster? Yeah, I think that you... that would be fun because uh, we've done it on the uh, with the patrons. I think I feel like that we've sort of like uh, perfected uh, the format. I think we, you know, it would be one game, so it wouldn't be like uh, we play two games with the patrons. Uh, I think we could probably have like maybe four people on the panel. Mm-hmm. There's also some stuff I think we can do with patron debt because you know people are signing up that week, and then we let them know that okay, you're in. Uh, we do everything live. I think with, you know, if we know sort of who is going to be on in advance, we can, you know, as soon as yeah, it comes Grace up the wheel, we give can do some a stuff shopping that's, list. Yeah, that's some pre uh oh, fun. tasks. Uh, you want to well. put it on the wheel, Rob? Yes. Let's put it okay. on the wheel. Okay. Put it on uh, the wheel. So let's, okay. let's do this. We don't have a lot of uh, game show ideas. I think, we're yeah. out. We're out. I, I, by the way, how about this? For next week, pitch your game shows. We're, we uh, we're, we want to add some more game shows. We had a lot of fun. Well, last year with game shows, and we we did all of them. We ran out, so pitch more game shows for. I got I got one more. Bag. I got okay. another one Please. from uh. It's a so there's something in the mailbag. I think you've talked about it. It's, this is the like bluffing game thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Call my bluff. There is yeah, a British. Andra. There's a British quiz show called Would I Lie to You, which is where they're they're on two teams. We don't have to do two teams, but basically everybody submits facts about them. So something that is uh, true, a silly story, whatever. Uh, something weird about them, a pet peeve they might have, but then we there also are fake things. And so when they go to read what their what the card is on the show, they don't know whether they're about to read something that's uh, true or something that is a lie. And then everybody else gets to question them. Uh, and the goal is that they, if they're lying, they you know the other team then guesses if they're telling the uh, telling the truth. Or lying. So we did the to, to tell the truth uh, with uh, Corey B and Karen from Canada. Is this yes. different enough from that? Um, I'd have to remember to tell the truth. Basically, was, was to tell the truth people... was that we had we had three panelists come on. One yes. of them was that like it was a true thing about them, a true unique part of their life, and then the other two people people were bluffing. Yeah, it's pretty close, I guess, because like in this, it's just one person, and you have to guess whether it's a it's true or a lie. So it's their version is probably just better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've already done it. Okay, that's fine. Simpsons did it. Okay. Um, there's a lot of soap opera. A lot of people want to watch. Want you to watch. Soap Interesting. I thought this is a new uh, concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. soap soap operas are trash. So you would watch a few of them, or somebody wants you to watch season three, episode seven of Passions. So. Okay. Talk. I wonder the passions we've been pitched on before. We yeah. have not um, had the full pitch yet. So I feel like that it might be interesting to if we sort of like did a uh, check in, like a, sort of like what we did with Podcast Power Hour, Akiva, of like what if we checked in with like what's going on on all the soaps uh, a particular mm. week. Mm. How many soaps are there on network television? I don't know. Point? I don't know how many soap operas are still on the air. I feel like my, the, the CBS ones are, are around. Both so my beautiful. mom. My mom watches Young and the Restless every single day. My dad watches Coronation Street every single day. Um, what channel is Coronation? That, that, that might be well, a Canada in, only. Yeah, Coronation you Street made is that a, one up. <laughs> yeah, you want me to fake up, uh, make a fake soap? Uh, so, uh, Coronation Street is a British soap uh, soap opera that airs on CBC in Canada. So, yeah. okay. Uh, let's see. I think it's the longest running soap opera of all time. So I think it's we're down to maybe is it a big four of uh, it looks like uh, yeah. Bold and the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, mm-hmm. General Hospital, Young and the Restless. 
Akiva, would you commit to watching uh, one episode of each? Yes. Maybe we'll watch. Maybe maybe we'll watch uh, like um, like maybe we could do like one a day. Like uh, we'll do like all right Tuesdays, Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays, Days of Our Lives. Uh, Thursday, General Hospital. Friday, Young and the Restless. Like what we did with the View, almost. Yeah, I like this. Okay. So, what's it called? Robin Akiva get uh, soapy. Get, get soapy. soaped up. Yeah. Right. Robin uh, get get on up. our soapbox. I like yeah. it. Robin Akiva get soapy, and that could have, that could have a very fun um, uh, graphic. Mm-hmm. Be like a lot of bubbles. A lot of bubbles. Bubbles was one of my words. Yes, yes. Um, we did uh, we did a yes. word draft on yes. Thirty Two Fans this week. Uh, bubbles, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. Um, Grace, uh, did I steal the thunder or of the this pitch, or was there anything specific about soap operas? Uh, no, it's just basically soap operas. Are tra- I can read it for some ridiculous reason. Soap operas have been on the air for the better part of the last century. Uh, they know next to nothing. This is from Clayton. Know nothing about soap operas, but curious to hear your takes on them and the comedy that would ensue. Um, yeah, and then somebody somebody put in um, just for you to watch Passions. So. Yeah. yeah, three of those four Nick, shows. Mm-hmm. Nick Idan's is a big passion. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know. that's yeah. been pitched thus far. Three of yeah. the three of the, those four shows have been on the air for forty five or more years. General Hospital fifty five, Rob. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Only beautiful under forty. There are no Coronation Street, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Not watching okay. Coronation Street. No offense to Grace's dad. So yeah, that um, Akiva. What do you think is the highest rated of a, if you were going to do power rankings? I think what they're th- very low. I think they're all very low rated. Very low rated, but what's the, the I've got the one, two, three, four, four. It's got to be days of our lives. Got to be one. Got to be no. That is four. Wow. wow. Is How the, the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. Which Young one? The restless. Young, Young and restless and is, is number one. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, My mom has good taste. So. Young and restless. This is the 2020, 2021 uh, rating state. Young and restless is one. That uh, that what? How many viewers uh, would you say for Young and the Restless, Akiva? They're probably all around two and a half, three million at this point. Yeah, three million Young and the Restless. Uh, two point seven for Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, two point one for General Hospital and Days. Uh, one point seven. Is there anything? I don't. I just the thing that like it's on every day is the thing that I mm-hmm. get. Like, yeah. I, know that's I mean, you point. can't even you can't even fathom that about the freaking daily. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, imagine biggest. a soap opera. It doesn't even have daily yeah. in the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that's the the big the big four uh, right now. So what, what do you call it? Uh, Robin Akiva gets soapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, I like that idea. Yeah, that's fun. All right, we added we added two. Is that is that officially added, Rob? Uh, I'm putting it on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Boom! Wow. What else? Uh, yeah, I know. I feel like we're uh, we're on a roll. Um, mm-hmm. I did see something in here, but I can't. Uh, I mean, there's. Uh... Have we read a three in a single episode before, Rob? I don't probably. Think we have. I mean, there's a wild idea in here about that just makes Akiva watch scary movies. Uh, it's called Too Spooky for Uncle Kiwi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, you basically have a list, the top 10 scariest horror movies ever. And I think the idea, it's from Jay Wright. And basically, at any point in a movie, you can just like, you can tap out, but then you immediately have to start the next movie. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, and then it's, it says Rob has to watch all the movies. Whoa, uh, I've watched 10 so- movies? Come on. <laughs> Talk about the scariest horror scenarios. Well, I don't think it would be ten in a week. Like, what if, 
What if Rob has to watch the one that I ultimately finish? I'm not oh, I, sure. I misread. It says Rob doesn't have to watch 10 full movies. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, yeah, we're that, talking. That didn't make, what about this? It's like 10 to 1. And it's like, if I tap at a 10, I got to okay. go to even scarier. All right. Nine, All eight, right, seven, Akiva, um, according to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the 10 scariest movies ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That okay, Do you think you could uh, name any of them? Blair Witch Project. Uh Blair Witch Project probably here. Not. Let me no, see if I, I probably can't okay. name it. I don't oh. know anything about horror movies. Right? I don't think that would the be scariest right. movies yeah. I've ever seen in theater. Blair Witch Project uh, and Scream One, Two, and Three. Okay, well, could you you couldn't name one movie that would be on the top ten? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, it's so hard for me to talk. I'm playing hurt. I hope, I hope all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, that this heroic effort I'm going through. Okay, right what now. what else? Um, hmm, what's really spooky? E.T. Probably number one. <laughs> Home Alone. Jackie, one through eight. Home Alone. Jackie. Home- <laughs> yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. What's, okay. what's, what's like, uh, what's in the All top right, here's 10? The, here's the top 10. Uh, okay. Number 10, It uh, 2017. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I don't like one. the okay. clown, so that, that, that's, I'm out. Uh, yeah. Insidious uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds spooky. Number eight is Sinister. I hadn't heard that Ooh. one. Uh, number seven, Halloween 1978. I could probably watch that. I think I could make it through that one. Uh, like uh, I'm, I'm definitely not scared of anything with like uh, Jason. Uh, I feel like he's the l- least yeah. scary of any of those people. You're more afraid. You told me you're more afraid of Freddy. I, I, Freddy at least is like uh, has a little bit of supernatural. But I feel like any of those like Jason, Mike Myers, Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. I'm not worried. I'll sleep at night. Austin Powers. Uh, yeah. Um, n- number six, uh, The Ring. That's creepy. I don't like that. Uh, number okay. five, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number four, The Shining. I, I think I can make it through The Shining. Yeah. The Shining is not bad. Yeah. No, I don't think it's scary. I think uh, it's like more of number three, The Conjuring. Uh oh, what are we conjuring up? I don't even uh, know. Number two, Hereditary, uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the number one scariest of all time is uh, 1973's The Exorcist. Okay. I don't really, I mean, I think it's a very good concept by Jay Wright here. I don't know if yeah. it's. Too many movies. If I want, yeah, it's, I don't, but even if we're just watching. It's like, not even one, Halloween. Like, Come on. Yeah, remind Get us Halloween and maybe we'll yeah. do this. That's a good call. It's almost we'll spooky May. <laughs> and we already watched scary movies. What's scary? What's scarier than the lep- our buddy the lep? That yeah, we're, uh, three movies in yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. Fair All enough. Right. Uh, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. So I thought I'd uh, read it. Um, somebody wants you to pair up. Dan Sineski wants you to pair up. Uh, you want people to find their worst enemy, which I don't. I don't know if I endorse finding hmm, people's. Would worst that be like enemy. a frenemies concept? And what would they do? Eat pizza. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a companion or a sequel to the best friend finder. Um, worst enemy but, uh, finder? I don't know. I don't know if I can endorse you matching people up with their worst. Do you enemy. know, Rob, we, we did the best friend, best friend finder. It was completely uh, crushed by COVID almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody really found their best friend, except I think, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, our yeah. guest here was yeah. the one success story. We haven't really got yeah. into the podcast. Yeah. Grace, what? tell us about this. Yeah. You have a best friend now because of Renap? Yeah, Lindsay Wilson picked me. Oh, (laughs) yeah, we had we had hung out at a. I think it was this the uh, Winners at War uh, premiere. We were uh, hanging out with some of the Toronto patrons, the Tim Hortons Alliance. Um, And then a few months later, uh, the uh, the best friend fighter came out, and Lindsay was like, "Yeah, I got to do the pairs. I picked you." Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, we talk all the time. She's great. Okay. Well, that's nice to you know when you find out that Lindsay Wilson chose you from like the whole list of people. Very flattering. It's like it's very flattering. Yeah. 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 
Um, okay. Then, uh, what else do we have in the uh, old uh, mailbag? Uh, Chuck Lore Wheel. Just watch watch a Chuck Lore show. Uh, Wheel of <laughs> Chuck Lore. I, I feel like that um, the, a lot, like the most recent ones, like I feel like uh, the Chuck Lore shows, uh, I, I don't know if uh, people are clamoring for that. Yeah, the like mom didn't mom. I think somebody was, it basically turns into like. Uh, I, b- I believe Nelson uh, pitched that on Clubhouse, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Bob Hart's Abby Shola yeah. is on there. I think I there's think that new uh, one, other uh, than United if Mara is going to start listening to this podcast, uh, then yeah. nobody wants to hear about uh, the, the the all, all those uh, CBS sitcoms, right? So I don't know if we need to uh, get into the Chuck Lorre universe unless Mara is going to start listening to the podcast, Akiva. Yeah, Mare's big timing Renap. She listens to uh, she doesn't listen to NGOG, but she watches New Girl for, uh, for you know to help me prep. I mean, so. I don't think that's crazy. Oh, she helps. Oh, she gives you like takes. No, she doesn't give me takes. I'll squeeze like one take a week out of her. Wow, but, that, but she doesn't really give me takes. But yeah, she uh, she um, yeah. If yes, I agree. If Mare's willing to come on and talk Young Sheldon, which I you know <laughs> sort of binge in the background, like I hear like parts of every episode. Then uh, she, you know, we could put the lore. We could reconsider the Lori wheel. Okay. All right. Grace, what else do you have for us? Um, I mean, there's some stuff. There's some takes on the uh, crossovers uh, stuff after you did the spinoff mm-hmm. um, shows. So just like taking two random shows and seeing if you could come up with the crossover. I think I pitched this to Akiva at some point when spinoffs was on the wheel already. We felt like it was too close. But just like if you randomly take any of the shows that you've covered, a season three, episode seven. And then what would be the best spinoff that you could come up with? Um, oh, so not talking about like existing times that people crossed over from one sitcom to was. another. I, well, they could be two separate ideas, but I think there is a pitch where it's like when ER met friends or Flintstones, Flintstones meet the Jets there, and stuff like that. There is. Do the like, uh, the, isn't there like there was Blackout Thursday where all the right. NBC shows had a black, you know, Except watch Seinfeld. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't mm-hmm. do it. Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, or you like randomize, you know, you get two shows and what's the crossover episode you're like writing. I feel like it's a little bit, I think I was sort of inspired. The idea with like the spinoff of like what spinoff are you going to do is a little bit of like, like the fan fiction of like, okay, what would you actually, who's the character that you would pull out and how would you uh, make something mm-hmm. um, with this character? What would you do the spinoff? But uh, I don't know. <sighs> to me, I, I feel like that um, this is more like a, you know, of a, exercise and sort of like trying to like make stuff work but i don't know if it's necessarily a good like renap episode i feel like it's probably not conducive to like a lot of like other banter mm. what do you think akiva yeah i mean it's a fun idea but i don't think i don't think we need to put it on the like wheel. this feels more like a you know uh the if there was a renap b and b i think this would be like a great game <laughs> yeah, for yeah, that. yeah 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 don't give anyone any ideas mm-hmm. there's too many podcasts out there already mm-hmm yeah, there's also one about trying to. Like, Shouldn't it be like the? the would it be the B and B? Wouldn't it be like the? I don't know. R and R, A and A. Whoa! I don't know who'd host the B and B. I mean, in my, in my fantasy, I think it's uh, Mike and Liana are doing. Oh, you uh, think we could get Mike and Liana for a Renap? Like, if it was the Renap B and B, it would be Mike and Liana. Like, I don't think we could get them. I wasn't pitching it as a real podcast that people oh, are going to okay. do like a B and B style. Hmm. Like every week, the we idea has to be like a spinoff of of what this week's episode was. Mm-hmm. Is that the idea? Mm-hmm. On the Renap B and B, play games based on our our show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What an honor that would be! But I don't think we could get them. 
No, definitely. We're not. gonna. We have a club. Have you have you been in the Renap Clubhouse recently? I wasn't Perhaps. on the one this week because I had another phone call during that time. Ah, okay. You were supposed to give us a couple of points from two weeks ago, if you were, if you still remember them. Yeah, well, like we were yeah, you, you know, you, that's a great catch because I did ma- mention it at the top of the show, but uh, we were talking with uh, Kelly uh, W. We we're talking with her mm-hmm. uh, podcast uh, co-host uh, uh, Megan about that. Kelly wants to supposedly get married on the podcast, and so uh, mm-hmm. we had a whole discussion two weeks ago in the wrap up about the sitcoms are trash and so we were talking about like uh like is a wedding interesting podcast content and i i had said could could kelly w get married during the mailbag oh so you're saying it's, <laughs> is it, it's just a mailbag segment uh, it's not uh, yeah, just I, a yeah. mailbag segment but first off mm-hmm. first off like how do you plan a wedding on the wheel? Do you wheel jam a wedding? Is that what you, is mm-hmm. that what you do? And, and right, so the, the mailbag is you, you know like you you're pointing out like the mailbag you could do it any week you want. Ma- mailbag is so it's like hey next week Kelly W is getting married during the mailbag. Uh, yeah, we did a Mongoose mailbag. We just said all right, that's next week. Yeah, we could do that. Yes. What about you know we we last year we did a bunch of sweeps. We haven't done it this year. I think we're getting set up for May sweeps in a couple weeks. Ooh. Would Kelly get married during May sweeps on Renat? <laughs> so th- in the mailbag. Also a good question. May or perhaps like should uh Kelly and her fiance's vows be pitches for the wheel? That's a good idea. Uh can I can I say something very uh beautiful and romantic? Yes. I'm not saying it, I'm telling you a story. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, we got hundreds of pitches for a podcast for this week. Kelly's fiance Colin said, please do uh Kelly's Nathan for you podcast, Nathan for us. Imagine if, uh, you know, Mara was out there like, hey, Vulture, why don't you cover uh, mm-hmm. little old Renap next week and the best of the week? Yeah. So that was that was great. I would marry that guy. He's yeah. freaking pumping me up. Yes. Uh, so that, that like was what was discussed uh, two weeks ago. And then uh, ultimately, uh, you know, uh, Kelly uh, came on. We we're talking with Kelly about this. Uh, there was also the idea of like, should the episode be weddings are trash? Where potentially do we watch like some wedding episodes of a show? Uh, mm. Watch two or three episodes of, what you know, sitcoms where people had like wedding episodes. And then Kelly mm. gets married in the episode. That's because- a great idea, too. Wow. So just like uh, some different different takes on like this idea still of uh, can Kelly, could we have Kelly's uh, and Colin's wedding on the mm-hmm. podcast? And then also, how do we make it, you know, interesting for because a wedding, you know, uh, could be can be boring. Not to say it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a, like a knock on against Kelly or Colin or their special day. But if it's just people getting married, you know, it's like uh, people don't just go to weddings for fun. Right now, a reception well, I mean, for fun, sure. Yeah, um, I, my like, wedding was we boring. Like, wow, <laughs> I, I I think there are some fun ideas here. Where it's like, first of all, is their wedding? Are their wedding guests going to be like their friends, or is it going to be like Grenap celebrities? Is it like Kelly's cousins in the first row, or is it like TikTok Nicole and <laughs> and Lindsay Wilson and people like that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to figure out, but that was one of the things that we talk, we're talking through I on like Clubhouse. It. I want to do this for May Sweeps. I want to have a wedding. And she said you can't get married over Zoom in Canada. Yes. But I think our plan is we're going to send, we're going to pick a listener. We're going to have like a Canadian listener. Maybe, maybe yes. it could be Grace. Oh. Gra- yeah. Grace, would you uh, potentially be an officiant? Yeah. I think it's, I think you're just talking about like, do, will people listen to an episode? I do think people like, People are getting married on yes. this podcast. Yeah, what I mean, if, it's a wild yeah. idea. How about Rob? this? Yeah. 
What 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 if Kelly and Colin we had a wheel of vows where that it's like okay, the oh, wedding is going to be yeah. then then spin the wheel of vows and then we'll see mm. what comes up that might be interesting what, like what's is there like a is there like a whammy on the vows no but I think that maybe there's like a listener choice vow what if a listener objects what if someone's on their chest there's like oh actually, this came up on ninety day fiance um, yeah oh, uh, someone objected to their wedding somebody want that one of the moms on the mm-hmm. show. She could not be there because of COVID. She asked uh, the guy's neighbor to go to the wedding and object. Jeez. Wow. Which she, had, she said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wouldn't, she wouldn't do that. So anyway, so we're workshopping still ideas for uh, I Kelly. Good. I, I think you're under. I, I hear what you're saying about boring weddings, but I also think we could get like, what if we have party favors? Like every listener wants to participate. Well, like, all right, here, we're all going to get the same bottle of wine and whatever. What? We'll all dress up. We're That's gonna not dress a party favor. Clothes. Are we giving people the bottle no, of wine? No, but we're like, here's, you could buy it yourself, but like, here's the list of things. We'll it's a like, shopping drink list. That's not a party yeah. favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a shopping list. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. We're going to wear suits. I'm yeah. getting a new suit for my daughter's bar mitzvah, my brother-in-law's oh. wedding. I got to walk down the aisle. Right. Yeah. You can rank all the dresses. Years. Like you did on Patreon. No, we're not going to rank the dress. Whoa, 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 whoa. On what? Where did he rank dresses, Grace? Uh, one of the last tasks of Patreon Taskmaster was five women out of all put on dresses and then rob it to rank. It was where you thing. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to yeah. Renap. We're, we're the classy show on RJP. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I'm excited for Renap Taskmaster. All right. Well, let's keep workshopping uh what okay. this is going to look yeah, like send in fun wedding ideas let's yeah make because i would hate here. to you know we, then we have uh kelly and colin's wedding and then if somebody's on twitter well that was boring episode like it's going to ruin no, the whole marriage yeah. Yeah, yeah i didn't true. think about that yeah terrible way so you don't want you don't want people to then say that nah, the, the wedding episode was a bad episode yeah, yeah we ranking don't the episodes yeah. oh we're gonna get our best guests come on we're gonna have it's gonna say be, oh it's kelly gonna be and like, collins wedding uh that was a great episode of renap rank it a podcast uh 85 out of the first 130 mm-hmm. yeah so it needs to be <laughs> worthy of kelly and colin the idea it needs mm-hmm. to be a big idea right. for the way that's what okay, i'm saying awesome like i, I don't I'm want excited. it to come across as like i don't want to do it i'm saying that if we're going to do it it has to be like a, like it, we can't just like i love ha- tying in like wedding like the best wedding tv episodes yeah and then we what would have like, like a like sort of like a context of like oh here's what could go wrong <laughs> yeah for sure mm-hmm. and then, then the, now the do we get to like pick their married. do we yeah. get to pick their like best man and bride or like they they could bring their own people right i think they could bring their oh. own people but i also like like kelly she, i think she said her maid of honor is megan who she does a yeah. podcast with i think is like familiar with the show i I almost don't want to bring normies in you know what i mean they're gonna think we're not <laughs> i actually don't <laughs> i don't want any normies involved in this like if their parents mm-hmm. who, i mean i assume they will they will completely disavow and abandon them yeah. after they find out about this idea but if they still are interested like they can come but that's i i don't think any cousins or nieces or anything like that or like no normies we're this world is we're too in too deep for normies who is normies I don't know. normies are like uh people no, who don't listen to the show oh, okay. <laughs> yeah been an ongoing joke on the uh yeah. there we yeah. go yeah um all right i am very excited yep send your pitches next week very It'll be good. all wedding wedding pack mailbag are, are we good are we ready to spin the wheel you got one more for, for us Grace? no i don't think there's much to, i don't mm-hmm. have much else yeah you ever put a band-aid on your tongue before why did uh, you <laughs> no i'm thinking if i should before i don't know it's like i probably like choke on it in my sleep yeah i don't, I don't think that it's yeah, i don't think you use a band for you internal Google, use like, yeah yeah this is my worst it's, injury since i uh what was my I, since i broke my foot two years ago and didn't stop complaining about it for two years Mm. Oh, and the teeth. When I had the teeth surgery, that was the worst thing that happened to anybody in 2020. Just says apply a cold compress to the injured area for five minutes mm-hmm. a few times a day. 
Yeah. This was quite a bite. It was like freaking <laughs> jaws like got into my my tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They feel like rarely happens to a person while they're just talking and not eating food. I'm not what you think I was eating. By the way, we really. Uh, I'm not accusing not- you. First of all, hold on. I'm not accusing yeah. you of eating. I'm saying it's unusual yeah. that somebody yes. bites their tongue when sure. they're just talking. It's true. Uh, you think it, you it, could it eat on, on this podcast and I wouldn't know? No, I can't. I, I can't and I would never, except a whole pie of pizza. Well, mm-hmm. We did forget to, like, we forgot about the power hour part of it after the first, after the first couple uh, sips. I yeah. hope you, uh, did, do you want to take 10 more swigs of your tea? No, I, the tea is long gone. I've already had a coffee uh, since then. Oh, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, we forgot about that. Okay. First time ever, we, we thought of a bit and then never mentioned it again. All right. Here's what's in the fishbowl currently. Uh, season three, episode seven. Uh, the coin flip. Crappy movie diaper. Okay? Mm-hmm. We've got people's choice. Right. You are a shark week. Uh, coming up May 1st. Could yep. be quicksanded. Week, next week or it's dead. Yeah. Sequel mechanism. Robin, if you get tracked. Sex in a Kiwi. High school musical. Guest choice. Cheaters. Real or fake housewives. Project Greenlight. Life size with Bryce Isaiah. Airy season. And then the newly added Taskmaster and Robin Heavey gets soapy. Wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. Good wheel. All right. Next time on the wheel, uh, it will be episode number 130. Should we go to uh, the waiting room? Should we clear out the waiting room soon? Next, uh, next week we'll yeah. clear out the room. I, I don't want to do it right now. Yeah, and, we're, and hopefully we'll be able to add some semblance of pet peeves next week. We just got to figure out which, which version. All right. Both. Grace, is there anything you're rooting for? Uh, well, don't spoil it because the, the, we could have the first ever guest choice in a minute, right? Okay, all right. Unless you, I mean, unless you want to put your finger on the wheel now, Grace, and say what you're going to pick. Um, no. Okay. No. All right. I know what Grace is going to pick. <laughs> Let's Do see. Hmm. All right. Let's spin the wheel for episode number two. Uh, I'm sorry, one hundred and thirty. Oh my god! Imagine if we were in the two hundreds. Oh my already. god. Here we go. Episode 130 is going to be Real or Fake Housewives. Ooh, fun. Okay. TikTok, mm-hmm. Nicole, and Sabine mm-hmm. have been working on a number of housewife profiles. Some of them are, are the real housewives, and some of them are the fake housewives. And we're going to see next week how many can they stump us with. Mm-hmm. I like. I feel like I know a couple of the really famous ones, like Lisa. But Rinna. they're not going to give us the so really give us like Potomac. You think, like Salt Lake City, Potomac? I'm not ones, sure that... necessarily. Like uh, which franchises uh, we're mm-hmm. going to get, but we're going to get like I think a lot of like the uh, the B plus roster. Yeah, just you know remember what? Sabine and uh, and TTN. Like we're we're we know our we know our pop culture. If you're throwing you know Kelsey Grammer's ex wife at us, we're gonna get we're gonna catch that. Yeah. I the only episode I've watched one episode ever. We watched it for Hold Up. We watched Real Housewives of New York, where they go to uh, a gay marriage parade and they all wear wedding dresses. So I feel yeah, it's great. It all ties mm. in. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be next time on Robin Keeping the Podcast, episode number one thirty, coming up. Uh, Akiva, anything else? Not much. You know, going to go ice my tongue. <laughs> like we do, like one one does. What will you do? Just l- probably... lick a block of ice? I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to milk it. For, 
you have a popsicle, you could, you could have a popsicle. Yeah, maybe steal one of my kids' popsicles. Are you a popsicle you know guy? What, you know what they call popsicles here? Like the ice pops? No, no idea. Popeyes. Popeyes? Popeyes. Kids are always like, I have a Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> you lose. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Grace, <laughs> uh, what's coming up for you? Uh, not much. Follow me on Twitter at Hi From Grace. Uh, check out at Hold Up Podcast 1P. We're on a little bit of a break right now. We'll come back in May. Spooky May. <laughs> Spooky <laughs> <So>. May. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, we'll will be you back. be ever talking about any scary movies on the Hold Up Podcast? We have not. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Zach Brooks from Trivia. I was on uh, the Movie Ladder podcast, and he suggested we watch Friday the 13th because apparently it. Uh, has a little bit of a, a gay panic theme, which I didn't know. So wow. we could be doing a scary movie uh, coming up. I was on the whole, I was on the movie ladder podcast as well. I should check out that with uh, Brenda Fitzpatrick and Zach Brooks. It was great. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. uh, Grace. Uh, great job administering the mailbag this week. Oh, thanks for having. Got like me. two ideas into the wheel. I know it's good, and a couple things in the waiting room. That's right. Okay. All right, Akiva. Besides uh, nursing your tongue back to health, uh, what else is coming up for you? Um, 32 fans, we had a really fun week. We did the word draft where we picked our favorite words, um, in the Patreon. I listened to episode. that episode. What do you think? Who, who do you think won the draft? Um, so it was with Naomi uh, Calhoun, me, and obviously Chester. Did yeah, win the no, uh, I'll say Naomi whole. won the draft. Yeah. People think Naomi won the draft. Yeah. Um, I thought Chester and- was, uh, exceptionally, uh, like, uh, <laughs> he was the Mike McCagnin of, uh, word drafters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, John Idzik, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and even er- earlier in the week, we had a we had the the conclusion of our sports logo bracket with Allie Lasher. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out if the Electric Eels are the champion, or the Cleveland Radicals, or the San Jose Sharks, or whatever team. Um, and then NGOG, we had Kirsten McGinnis last week, and mm-hmm. then this week, no guest. Season two, episode eight, coming up this week. Okay, there you go. Um, and then, of course, uh, got so much going on on Robin's podcast that uh, over this weekend uh, alone, I was on the wrestling wrap up with uh, Matt and Mari talking about uh, wrestlers uh, besides uh, Vince Nella uh, McMahon and uh, Rum Rum uh, Reigns. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> pretending not even to know the best name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what is it again? Rum and Reigns. Rum and yeah. Reigns. Rum and Reigns. We should have we should have called up Matt or and Mari and, live and had them decide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you can catch me on uh, that podcast. Plus, I also talked about uh, the wrap up of week one of the Circle. Uh, Grace, did you have you been following the Circle? Yeah, I watched the first four episodes. It's very fun. Yeah, uh, it's been a really good season. Back. Akiva, yeah. are you a Circle yeah. guy? I've never seen it. It's one. I, I would say, like, if I had an immediate relative on the show or like someone very close in the RHP universe, I would watch it. Um, but, uh, no, I've otherwise you're it. not getting out of bed for the circle. Probably not getting out of bed for the circle. No. Yeah. Uh, it's been very good. Sure it's great. I it's just, been I, very I, good. I, really fun. yeah, I got it's an easy, it's an easy watch. Yeah. yeah. So I've, uh, got to talk on our week one roundtable panel on, uh, Saturday night. Uh, that is up as well. Plus, uh, over on the RHAP rewind, uh, I talked about, uh, nanny nine one one with uh Chappelle and Kelsey Rosmondi. Uh Akiva, I feel like you would have liked the, that uh nanny nine one one. 
Yeah, that, that sounds fun. I yeah. still want to do uh, Superstar USA, WB Superstar USA. <laughs> okay. That's my choice. Uh, they should have brought a Nanny 911 in to talk to some of those moms that were on the daily. Yeah, that would have been a, a fun twist because they really <laughs> didn't do much with those moms. They were just playing their audio. I think, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Nanny. What was that lady's name? Nanny 911? Uh, there were a bunch of them on Nanny 911. They were sort of oh, like, uh, yeah, like Avengers of uh, nannies. Oh, okay, fine. I thought there was like one Mary. Yeah, that's Super Nanny. Ah, Super Nanny. Okay. Yeah, that's a little bit like a it's like a deep impact uh, Mm. Armageddon type thing. Okay, fine. Well, it's also like a Baron. It's also like a Mandela effect because I didn't even know that existed. I I always thought it was just Super Nanny. Mm. Yeah, there were two Nanny shows. So uh, that's what was going on over on RHAP as we uh, get ready to have the finale of uh, 90 Day Fiance plus. I'm uh, going to talk about, uh, I got to go right into binging all these podcasts. We're talking about the 25th best season of Survivor that, uh, that uh, who, who, who binged it the other day? Adira? Adira binged it, yes. Uh, she was rooting for, I think, like, Laura Moret the whole time. Oh, okay. Because she knew her already from, uh, from the, the next season. Okay. From, from that was when I was getting back in. I was a big Brett fan and then mm-hmm. realized later I mean, that he speak. become like a running, so, a running yeah. joke online that yeah, he's like not even there. Brett the mm-hmm. Hitman Lemon Tart. Yeah, yeah, notoriously in that season of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> so then, also uh, Akiva, that uh, the NFL draft is coming up. Uh, we we're talking about that. Uh, we m- we might have a, a RHAP patron Discord watch party of the NFL draft. Is that uh, more of a thirty-two fans mm-hmm. idea? That's great. No, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to, to uh, pop in and join you guys. Jets got two picks in the first round. I know. I'm there. It's going to be a big night. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have that uh, going on uh, next Thursday, the 29th. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I had to clear my podcast schedule for Thursday. Usually I'm recording that time. But just for the draft, you're saying you're like yeah. you're too excited about the draft. I'm too excited for the draft. Yeah. I mean, it's Me not, too. Like, I feel like that even like uh, uh, three years ago, when the Jets drafted Sam Darnold, I was like, all right, here we go. Number three pick. And I was on a, fl- mm-hmm. I was on a JetBlue flight flying home from, we did a Boston know-it-alls. Uh, and I was just like uh, locked in on. But then after the third pick, it was like, all right, well, no, this is kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, but this here is, it's, you got two. Yeah, you got to pick it at, 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 was it? Uh, two and 23. Two and 23. So uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be, lo- lock me in for the entire night. Anyway, um, so a cut to uh, Jets uh, trade out of the first round for uh, pick for next year. But uh, <laughs> anyway. That's going to be a lot of fun. So look forward to that. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed uh, the podcast Power Hour and everything here tonight on episode 129 of Robin Community Podcast. And now we will play you out with a uh, very quiet version of the... Right, Akiva? This is what we're still doing? Yes. People love for you to put them to sleep like babies yeah. right now. By the way, Akiva, one of the things I noticed in listening, like all, all these podcasts have like uh, like a cast of thousands helping them uh, make these shows with the end credits. Crazy, so many people. Yeah, Edited by this person, this you know. Should would I mean? I guess we could probably would we do get that. Like, would we get more we credit if it? Yeah, yes, we that uh, we could certainly thank uh, Matt, uh, Maddie, uh, the mm-hmm. editor. But mm-hmm. could we? It's I mean, a theme song by Adam Berkowitz. Theme song by closing theme by Alexander Chester. Yeah. Uh, you know. research, research by Akiva Winokur, hosted mm-hmm. by yeah. Rob Sestrina and Akiva Win and Akiva Winokur. Yeah. 
Uh, no, do you know how mad people be when it's like that was my idea? Like I picked that. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I did the research. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. True. I think you're causing. Should I list everybody? Yeah, that would be funny if I listed everybody who pitched. Uh, yeah, every week mm-hmm. an idea. I mean, some of these podcasts have like nine producers. Mm-hmm. It's true. There's there are a lot of names mentioned. You go to those Gimlet shows; they got like thirty people. Oh my the Daily god! Also, how it's do a, I get that like whole, gig of being a podcast producer? That's what you want to do. You want to go on. You want to be like one of thirty instead of being the R in RJP. I mean, it just seems like uh, an easy thing to do. Just be a producer on a podcast. Probably, probably. Anyway, I mean, we should give ourselves producer credits on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Going forward, produced by Ra- by Rob Sesternino and Akiva Wienaker. Mm-hmm. Associate yeah. produced also by Rob Sesternino and Akiva Wienaker. Mm-hmm. And also, if like someone came up with that idea, I don't remember whose idea Podcast Power Hour was. I apologize. Uh, you know, we'll give them producer credit for that episode. <laughs> well, that's a lot to give away. If you can remember to say it, then uh, I'm okay with doing it. All right. Next week, we're going to have full closing credits. Okay. All right. All right. And now, for everybody who's still asleep, okay, just get ready. Because here comes The Men in Black by mm-hmm. the great Alexander Chester. The event in quiet. Don't bite your tongue in your sleep. Be careful. Shh. 